Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVABQ.FM, Rock of Talk. Dot com, 5500 here on this beautiful Friday afternoon. Glad to be here with you right here in the Kiva on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. Don't forget podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And of course, on our apps at rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. That's right, where you can download us, watch us, and feel all the thrills of the Rock of Talk here on this uh, Friday afternoon with D-Dowd Muska. Uh, with, uh, I'm not really sure what's going on. Um, he's got a do rag. I'm not sure what that's in honor of. He's oh, got, uh, do rag. Yeah. Yeah. That is, uh, very much a do rag. You can see only on rockoftalk.tv. There it is. Uh, yeah. that's, uh, very cool. It's, uh, he's got a native headdress. That's, uh, cool. I'm in gangster, gangster mode today. You are, uh, gangster. So let me talk mode. a little trash thing. I talk a little trash thing. Oh, today. wow. Okay. Well, we'll get to that momentarily. Dow does, uh, literally, uh, gonna come out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep him, uh, I don't know. Do you do you let the cowboy come out riding the bull <laughs> to kick off the show? You know that's when we spoke last night. Did I not say I need to get a good sleep in before I'm on the air? Otherwise, I'd be especially obnoxious. Noxious. Yeah. So um, I've I've calmed down. I've had about twelve or thirteen hours, and I'm I'm okay. Well, the do rag is never obnoxious. Just so you know, uh, drop down saggy pants <laughs> and the do rag. I think I think you're okay. But uh, folks, uh, let me just say uh, we. We told you so, and uh, we'll do that in the next segment. Uh, right after you check on weather and traffic with uh, Rudy Grundy, we'll have crime and cops, national politics uh, to round out hour number one, Juicy Smollett to kick off hour two, homeless, union and unemployment, and uh, misogyny. Very uh, interesting. And then uh, we'll, uh, do we have anything on Dot Chat besides today? Yes, we do. We're going to uh, kick off a little holiday cheer with the, uh, a glowing nose and uh, for everybody to hear, right? You sell it ring to everybody to hear. Uh, maybe a little bit of space news and uh, we'll finish off with a bunch of random national news stories. So that's the way the program will go this afternoon. Your texts and calls well received here. 550 500 That's 505-550-5500. I'd like to uh, go ahead and uh, before we get started, uh, you know, start off today, uh, this particular uh, broadcast in honor of uh, my friend, William Stanley Prevetti, best known as Billy Prevetti, uh, died on November the 29th. And uh, he was a voice on this station for about four and a half years. Uh, back in June 9th of 27 in Waukegan, Illinois, to Giuseppe Vicente Prevetti and uh, Rosalie Bublitz Prevetti. Bill passed away at the home at his own home on November 29th, 1970. Now, uh, Billy was a very entertaining guy. Uh, he certainly was, had a great casino show, would always connect, great, great writer for the uh, Albuquerque Journal. He was married to Bet Lynn Thomas. Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, for 70 years. 70 years. They celebrated their anniversary November 18th. He served in the U.S. Army as well as the Merchant Marine during World War II, experiencing an air attack aboard an aircraft carrier in the South Pacific and survive, serving in communications which his skill was exceptionally recognized throughout the years. Reading, writing, and, well, casino arithmetic is what he was uh, most known for. Uh, I really appreciate the uh, tip of the hat to the Kiva. Always energetic, Prevetti worked into his 90s. Yes, folks. He was in his 90s with his own radio hour on 
the Kiva, K-I-V-A, and Whimsical Writings in Primetime Magazine. His passion for New Mexico and Wild West history prompted his very recent work on a com- nearly completed book about his favorite historical figure. Well, wouldn't you know it, for Mr. Prevetti, Billy, the kid. So, so long, Billy. Uh, we know that you're listening uh, to us uh, wherever you might be. And I know where you are, sir. And you're always in our hearts and always on the hair. Ugh, boy, here in the Kiva. Woo! That guy was amazing on Saturday mornings. He ran his show from 10 to 12. He'd always come in. He had a sack of potatoes for something, or he'd do these onions that he had. And <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I, I really did love Billy. He was a good, good guy. Uh, everybody sort of got in the way of him and I, by the way. It was uh, one of those things. We can never, I would pick him, I would call him on the phone, and he would always pick up. The guy loved talking to me. And I do want to tell you, he was an avid listener of the Kiva. He loved radio and he loved this station and he particularly loved the rock of talk which he listened to every single day so long billy we really really are going to uh miss you also uh by the way uh, one of the things that billy would be probably pretty happy with is that only about a third of democrats <laughs> disapprove of joe biden including 25 percent. they strongly disapprove of uh let's go brandon that went in a direction uh, i didn't see yeah, uh, dis- disapproving disapproving well, you, you got to kind of get in the sucker punch in on your way out it's like you know up yours biden i'm out so uh anyway there's uh lots of that uh, by the way uh, back in 53 winston churchill received the nobel prize in literature from going to last in his class to the nobel prize in literature winston churchill back in 53 uh, we had the Nobel Prize literature. All right, let's kick things off where everybody seems to be focused. Okay. Now, we've been talking about things differently here in the Kiva than they have in KRQE, Channel 13, KOAT, and Channel 4. I start on this, I feel like, every other day. All right. And finally, out of KTSM in El Paso and printed in KRQE and also on the newscast. Study finds apparent increase in myopericarditis after the COVID-19 vaccination. I want you to listen to this, okay? So for those of you who are stating that I'm going to run directly in, I'm going to get the shot, I'm going to feel better, not so fast. Because, oh, Dad, we lost you on the uh, video. I'm not sure where you went. You disappeared, but we'll bring you back when you can uh, reconnect. Let's see. Uh, There's Dowd. There he is. There's uh, D. Dowd Muska. There we go. Gangsta style. There he is. Uh, I I think you... uh, Sort of scared him away of the do rag on the first time around. I will have you know that I, well, the first time I ever wore this do rag, okay, mm-hmm. I put uh, back when I had a Facebook account. This is several years ago. I do not have one now, and I can't anticipate ever having another personal one. I put this on, and I and I took a picture. I was working at what used to be the Liberty Hub, and I put a picture of myself with my do rag on. The first two people to click thumbs up to that picture were of. African ancestry who were friends of mine on Facebook. They were the first two likes I got on that picture. Really? Okay. okay because right. America is a melting pot. Pot, not plot. Um, and we all get along. I don't, I don't, I don't care what anyone on MSNBC tells you. They thought it was hilarious. And guess what? They weren't offended. You know what it's for, right? It's to keep that, uh, the silk, you know, the juices yep. uh, in yep. the yep. hair, the do rag, yep. right? You yep. got to maintain those. That's right. Those uh, natural oils, right? So the do-rags are uh, also uh, part of you being a part of a culture, uh, by the way. And remember, uh, African-Americans do not refer to themselves as African-Americans. Black culture, by the way. I'm uh, wearing my very white uh, rock of talk shirt today, just so you know. All right. Okay. So myopericarditis. 
this report, according to CDC data, 2,300 reports of myocarditis occurred from 1990 to 2020. That's a period of 30 years. Of those, 2,000 of those were reported of 2,300. 2,000 of those were reported in 2021 in people who received the COVID-19 vaccine. 86.9%. Thank you, Doug. 87% of all of the myopericarditis incidents that happened with the vaccine. This is mainstream news now. This is on your channel. They're letting you know. Okay, finally. Like, well, those guys at uh, the Kiva, they're speaking truth. We might as well say something about it. This came from a data group of 200,000 adults. Okay. And they identified cases and the disease and all this. All right. So here we are today, actually in about, uh, I think, 47 minutes. The deadline for Santa Fe County employees have to show their proof of vaccination, folks. Okay, I, I don't know, but right now there's 63 county employees have applied for the religious exemption. All right, 88 employees submitted proof of vaccinations, 26 have not. 63 uh, carry the one, 73, 83, 89. More than half are looking to not to not take the vaccination. Only half. That's in Santa Fe. What does Dr. Scrace say right now? Check out the view, turn the radio on. I don't know what you're talking about. I, someone writes radio to me, I have to pay attention. Dr. Scrace is saying that unvaccinated individuals are fueling the virus. More misinformation, right? We've already proven that. We approved the, we talked about the myopericarditis. Uh, we talked about that. New Mexico is literally one of the absolute worst places around for this. This is insane. The state reported 14 additional deaths, state total nearly 5,500, 716 COVID hospitalizations. First time it's been that high in over a year. What does Fauci say? Dr. Scrace, Dr. Fauci. Families should require vaccination proof before holiday gatherings. There you go. So get it. And then on top of that, well, to force you into it, we're going to tell you, this is scary, that you're going to probably have to get vax carded at your own holiday parties. Yeah, because in Scotland, that's what's happening right now. People have been urged to cancel Christmas parties, ladies and gentlemen. In Scotland, where we told you, they've been urged to cancel Christmas parties due to the rising number of cases of the Omicron variant. Uh, to what extent are they rising? Oh, yeah. Let me give you the total number. <laughs> 107. They're going to cancel their Christmas parties for a 107. Just think about that. 3,196 total new cases and only 107 Omicron cases. So let's listen to the science, shall we? Well, even if you're a battling parent, it's not follow the science. An 11-year-old girl has been ordered to get vaccinated against COVID-19 by a judge, despite the fact that her dad is a scientist. And in a legal dispute with her mother, they said, we've got to mandate that. And you know, of course, where this helps. He's a scientist and a professor, by the way. Happening right there in the great, great state of New York. His fa her father, a professor of the Rochester Institute of Technology. He is a professor in the College of Science and Appointments. He, Dr. Feiger, is the Center for Detectors, I believe. And then... PhD program, microsystems engineering, PhD program. He's a leader in developing and deploying new photon detection technologies, quite likely 
we might want to go ahead and follow the father. But he has no control because they're going to run over your understanding or your choice, I should say, regardless of what your understanding is, is the better way to put that. So this week, it's been an interesting week for this country as far as the vaccine mandate. We passed another vaccine milestone, and it's been another defeat for Biden's vaccine mandate. Yet in New York, they're still mandating it for an 11-year-old, despite the fact that this is how you know this is going regional, statewide. They're going state by state, city by city. Sandia National Labs, they're going to mandate it anyway. They don't care because, oh, it's just a court case. The Albuquerque Public Schools test to stay. It's all crap at this point. By the way, the defeat happened also in the Senate, not just in the judges' chamber, also in the Senate. The Senate voted on Wednesday to overturn President Joe Biden's mandate that businesses with more than 100 employees require vaccinations or routine COVID-19 testing. Democrat Joe Manchin, no. John Tester, aptly named, Democrat from Montana, says no. Defeated there as well. You might remember Occupational Safety and Health, also known as OSHA, who is supposed to be tasked with enforcing the mandate, has announced it will not act until the legality of the mandate is determined. When is that going to be? How is anyone going to be fired at this point? So let's go back to Santa Fe. They're supposed to be fired. It's going to be pretty hard to fire them. And here in New Mexico with Dr. Scrace and everybody else, they expect the first Omicron case soon. More scare tactics in the one and only state of New Mexico. Using things like, well, if you recently traveled, where did you go? What did you do? And did you come to our party? You're the person who's responsible, regardless of your vaccination status, for infecting everybody else at the party. Let's check on weather and traffic very quickly. Rudy Grande. All right, and we're going to put things together, starting with the weather. Lots of wind out there, gusting up to 45 miles an hour. This is overnight. It's going to go down to 20. 43 across town right now. Troubles on uh, in the South Valley on Coors Boulevard at Anthony. Looks like that accident stopped in all northbound traffic. Use Unser instead. If you're southbound on 25, you already know the drill. That's just going to be really slow. All the way back now, Jefferson to Comanche. And northbound, not much better if you're making your way from Gibson on up to Central under uh, 30 miles an hour. Hey, listen, we're at Monty Cigar Shop. you got to come on by. This is a place for great uh, gift certificate. And, of course, maybe you want to get that uh, membership to Gurkha Cigar Club. Ooh. Come find out more about that at Monty Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. I love the colorful and the way the sunlight plays upon her head. All right, 420, back and forth. Thanks for listening. When we return, well, we're going to get Dowd's rant on. He told you so. We told you so. Yeah, more than a year ago. We told you what happened, and it did. It passes. Back at 424. Don't forget to tell your friends, family, and your world what your favorite radio station is. The Rock of Talk at abq.fm and AM 1600 KIVA. The Kiva, here in Albuquerque. This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. 
If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, give Pavlos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068 or his website, myfinancialsense.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks, and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505-828-4068. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. In most cases, recovery of your stolen vehicle is not the reunion you had hoped it would be. It may have been trashed, torched, contaminated by toxic chemicals and more, or used to commit additional crimes. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device prevents theft in the first place. 505-550-4994. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Get the daily news dropped to your inbox every morning at 4 a.m. Sign up now at rockoftalk.chat. Get the conservative calendar, top 10 clips, and links of the day. Local U.S. and global news briefings, all at rockoftalk.chat. Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Rancho, pampering your pets with a full self-serve dog wash. Pet Food Gone Wild, two stations for one to three dogs at a time. Cats, too. Oh, and ask for the grooming club card. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, providing natural food and supplements for healthy pets. Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card makes every visit easy. Pet Food Gone Wild, tap to call at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer at pets.theplaceilike.com. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. 
I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque, and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks, and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Sitting in the morning sun. I'll be sitting when the evening comes. Watching the ships roll in. Then I'll watch them roll away again. Yeah. I'm sitting on the dock of the bay. Watching the tide roll away. Ooh, I'm sitting on the dock of the bay. Wasting time. 426 here in the Kiva. Beautiful music. And if you heard the good vibrations, back in 66, Beach Boys went to number one with that one. 67 the following year, Otis Redding died at the age of 26 when his Personal Beechcraft plane crashed into Lake Monona near Madison, Wisconsin. That, of course, is the Dock of the Bay. Honored uh, Billy Prevetti uh, as well. Love Otis Redding. Uh, hard to believe. Uh, I, I thought he died in the 70s, but uh, there you go. And as always, uh, folks, for all the show notes on everything that we talk about right here in the Kiva, pretty easy to follow along directly at rockoftalk.chat. That's uh, rockoftalk.chat. Uh, dot chat back in 1817 happy uh, birthday to the state of uh, mississippi we'll talk about why new mexico is worse than mississippi yet once again a little bit uh, later on in the show but uh, d down musk a uh, little told you so uh <laughs> and he he was excited last night he was elated and uh i'm gonna let him take it away he's gonna do a a, a what do you call it a slam a body slam on this uh, whole issue where we check on weather and traffic with rudy grande on something he told you wasn't going to happen we told you it wasn't going to happen and did not and will not happen. Doubt. Oh, but you're going to go to Rudy. Um, no. Uh, no, uh, folks, I hate to be a broken record. <clears throat> no, actually, I love being a broken record. Uh, this is why you need to subscribe to rockettalk.chat. And I read just for, you know, when, you, when you're dealing with a police officer or a TSA person, you know, uh, sir, what I'm going to need you to do for right now, just for me, real, real quick, sir. No, no, just come over here, sir. I'm just going to need you to do for me right quick. Um, I'm going to need you to go to your computer. I mean, you can go to www.rockoftalk.chat, and I'm going to need you to subscribe to our online outpost. May well be the last place in New Mexico where you can get actual analysis, wisdom, <clears throat> research, investigations, uh, probing uh, 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 questions and comments. This is another, see, I told you so, I will, I will use the Rush Limbaugh phrase, and uh, Rush certainly enjoyed, and he was even more obnoxious than, than I am now, uh, explaining that he was right again. Um, KRQE here in Albuquerque, <coughs> network affiliate, they claim to be a, a news, news outlet, uh, they reported late, uh, well, late in the evening, I guess, or, uh, yesterday, that uh, this big investment, this big Orion Center, this thing that was going to put Albuquerque on the map, according to Tim Keller, a project that will literally make Albuquerque a home base 
for space, uh, potentially up to a $10 billion investment in Albuquerque, 2,500 permanent workers, a satellite factory with an engineering facility uh, and an office building and a lot of parking lots, uh, tree-lined parking lots uh, right here, right here at the airport, not far from, from where I'm speaking right now. Well, um, it ain't going to happen. And this is where the CI told you so comes in. About 13 months ago, uh, when the early press reports started coming out about this wonderful facility, it was going to be called the Orion Center. There's a, a, an entity, a, a financial entity that we now know doesn't really exist uh, called the Thea Group. They were going to build the Orion, Orion Center. Initial 1,000 jobs, uh, as much as 2,500 permanent jobs uh, uh, down you know, in the long term. Uh, they were going to build and then eventually launch satellites for remote sensing. These are the, the, the little uh, spacecraft up there, hundreds of miles in the, in the sky, who they analyze uh, topography and temperature. And, you know, they're always scrutinizing our planet. Uh, planners need it. Uh, environmentalists need it. Regulators need this information. Uh, businesses need this information. So the remote sensing industry is a big one, and it's only getting bigger. And they, the Thea Group, based out of Washington, D.C., and the uh, more I read about, the more I read the legal filings about all the back and forth that's going on here, it's clearer to me than ever that it never barely never existed, this company, so-called company. Uh, they were going to bring this wonderful opportunity to New Mexico, and uh, Tim Keller said uh, it would be, again, a bright spot in the midst of a pandemic, a project that will literally make Albuquerque a home base for space. Well, what we did 13 months ago, we did what, I guess, reporters, actual reporters used to do. They don't do it anymore because they just cut and paste items from press releases. We started looking up the Thea Group. Um, your humble correspondent here, D. Dowd Muska, I keep pretty close tabs on the commercial space industry. I had never heard of the Thea Group. Uh, I knew there were all sorts of companies, startup companies and existing companies in the remote sensing business, but I didn't never heard anything about the Thea Group. So I reached out to some of the people I follow in the space press, the commercial space press. They had nothing really to offer me. They, they didn't know what was up with this entity. There was an article by uh, one website that looked into it and said, there, you know, there's really this is kind of a weird organization. We don't know much about it. Uh, I looked at their website. They had a very slick video, which uh, Richard Branson always has slick videos. A spin launch always has slick videos, but there was no real substance to it. Uh, it was strange. They they had contact information, and it was a I think it was just an email for for contact information. You know, they didn't lay out here's how to contact all our executives. I called the number that I found on an SEC filing. It was a answering machine by a woman with very thick Asian accent. Uh, you were told to leave a message, and I called during business hours uh, on the East Coast. Uh, so they didn't. Yeah, I called back a couple times. No, nobody was really answering the phone. Uh, I did find out that they were being sued by another Thea company called Thea Technologies, based out of Oregon. So they were looking at that. Uh, they were facing a trademark infringement lawsuit on that. And then I also did a deep dive on. What's the state of the remote sensing industry right now? There's, there's all kinds of startups, a lot of money flowing into this, and all these, they call them constellations, were, were going to be launched. And some of those plans are, are still underway. So highly competitive environment. Uh, we didn't have their financials. They weren't publicly traded. Uh, this is all private. Yeah, just, just invested in. Yeah. Um, uh, they were being sued over a, a, a trademark infringement lawsuit. Uh, they weren't very forthcoming themselves, a weird woman with an Asian accent uh, on the machine that you left a message on in Washington. So I started laying all this out in a post uh, This 13 months ago saying, you know, we're hearing all this is going to transform Albuquerque and make, make us space central in America. Uh, this isn't adding up. There's, this thing doesn't just uh, smell bad. It, it reeks very, very, very badly. Well, as of yesterday, we found out that the great project here at the airport 
I think they called it the Aviation Center of Excellence. The, the, the city was calling this vacant lot the Aviation Center of Excellence. They just assigned a name to this vacant lot, and they said, had big plans for this. Uh, yeah, it ain't going to happen. Uh, the $8 billion to $10 billion is kaput. The company, pseudo company, uh, the Thea Group, is being sued by its main investment group. Uh, that's a New York uh, firm that gave them uh, $200 million. They had already started to miss the payments that they needed to start paying back to the investment group. Um, they renegotiated different terms. Uh, I'm in the process of reading the legal documents. I've been able to find most of the legal documents on hand. They're being sued by another investor who gave them $15 million out of Thailand. A federal receiver, which is kind of an interesting thing when, when uh, there's a dispute over company leadership and, and control and there's debtors and uh, you know, there's people, creditors who are owed money. Uh, it goes to court. They can't agree on a plan and the federal government can appoint a receiver, a guy who really has dictatorial power uh, over the company and, and just can sort of set terms. Basically, the company doesn't have any facilities. It hasn't built any satellites. It's uh, a shell company, really. Uh, it's just a, a, a pile of money that was giving, given to them that apparently they really haven't done much with. Um, and there's there was a statement at one of the legal proceedings back in October and I believe they said something to the effect of, um, oh, yeah, the company, uh, oh, this is October 20th at the hearing for the receivership, the application hearing and the application for the appointment of a receiver, the counsel for the Thea Group, our big business partner, Albuquerque, said, quote, there is no company today. There's no money being spent in any man meaningful way. All there really is is a license and a business plan. Um, the license, of course, is from the Federal Communications uh, Commission. They they let you know you have to communicate the, um, the uh, information that's relayed from the satellite and you, all that all those signals have to be regulated by the federal government. So they own a license to do this, a license which will lapse if they don't move forward on building their actual company. They're in receivership. Their main investor wants their $200 million back. There's an investor in Thailand who wants his money back. And the campus, the glorious campus of 2,500 workers here in the Duke City will never be. Um, there you go. Yeah. It's, uh, it's all over but the crime. We told you about this 13 months ago. No media outlet anywhere in New Mexico, anywhere in Albuquerque followed up on this and did the investigation that we did. They continued to write stories about this wonderful opportunity. They would just re rewrite, you know, re cut and paste from the press releases coming out of Keller's office. And we were on it 13 months ago. And you were, let's face it, either out and out lied to or their ignorance and their laziness, the people in the economic development community, the people in the mainstream media, were not telling you the truth about this. When we had the number, we had their number 13 months ago about this, and we warned you about this, okay? Because we did what journalists used to do, okay? We asked questions. All right, I'm getting, I'm getting show killer, okay? Okay, the volume's going to... Okay, hey, listen, pal, I don't need your laughing at me. Um, <laughs> all right, we did what journalists used to do. OK, they used to say, well, that's interesting, Mr. Mayor. You said this and the company's claiming that we're going to go do an independent investigation to see if this really pencils out or not. OK, OK, OK. That doesn't exist in New Mexico anymore. Frankly, it doesn't exist in many places in the country anymore. We're it, folks. What you're hearing right now, what you read online when you get our emails, we're all that's left. We're the last outpost left in New Mexico, Eddie. And he said it many times. I, I used to think, well, that's being a little, you know, prideful. And I, no, it's not. It's an accurate description of actually what's going on here in our state. We're it. The Rock of Talk is it, folks. So for 20 cents a day, 20 cents a day, you can be, we are literally coming to you from the future, ladies and gentlemen. Literally 13 months in the future, okay? 13 months ago, we were living in the future telling you what was going to happen. That's how good we are. 20 cents a day, ladies and gentlemen. Rockoftalk.chat. Subscribe. You make me Thank feel you. cheap, Doug. You make me feel so cheap. 20 <laughs> we cents a we day. cannot do what we wow. do without your support. We 
can tell you we're so good at this. We can tell you the future. And we did that 13 months ago when the lazy bones and the lying bureaucrats were snowballing. Well, they had to, let's be fair uh, to, to them. You know, they only care about getting reelected. Yep. They only care about elections. Yep. And uh, all they cared about was Tim Keller saying that, hey, I have this economic development project. And he talked about it several times during the mayoral campaigning uh, oh, yeah? about what he was bringing in. So if you yep. think about all this, it's just the same old, same old that you get uh, from the Democrats uh, on the left. Check on weather and traffic. Rudy Grande. <laughs> All right, as we put things together, we uh, start with the weather, which is going to be cold tonight, down to 20. Right now, 43 across town. And that getting across town is going to be hard on Paseo del Norte westbound. It's already clogging up right there. Westbound Paseo at 2nd Street. That's the story all the way to Coors Boulevard, but at least no accidents tonight. As far as 25 southbound, it's going to be sluggish from Osuna all the way to Comanche. And they cleared up the accidents in the South Valley. That's the good news for uh um, letter looks like you can use that again, but the one at Coors and Anthony, that accident is now clear. All right, come on by to Monty Cigar Shop. Gosh, the Macanoo, though, I think is what I'm going for today. Maybe the punch, I'm not sure. You want to come? Let's, why don't we enjoy a cigar together at Monty Cigar wow. Shop. That's on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, good stuff. We're going to be back in four minutes, 438, back and forth. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. 
Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Ranchos Pampers Pets, all natural wet and dry pet foods, tasty treats, and supplements too. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, ready to answer all your questions about healthy pet foods and treats. Pet Food Gone Wild provides grooming and makes every visit fun and easy with the Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card. 5% off at checkout. Pet Food Gone Wild keeps pets happy. Mobile offers at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer. Pets. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. So this is Christmas And what have you done Another year over And you won't just be gone And so this is Christmas here in the Kiva. War is over, but it's not. The war is on you. Third World War is a shot in the arm and uh, let's see, uh, a pink slip uh, coming in 2022 as far as I'm concerned. We've got uh, Murder Mike. Uh, he says he is on his way over. He's going to be live in studio. We've got Kevin Petrosnik here, Spirits of New Mexico. Uh, I think uh, Kevin, I'm not sure we can. No, we cannot see him on camera, but is, uh, that's that's in, okay. That's quite in, all right. Yeah. You couldn't see him laughing okay. at me in the last segment. No, I, <laughs> we, no, I, I heard it. I oh, Dad it. was gaslighting himself. <laughs> he gets himself amped up. He's like a Hurricane Dowd. I'm not sure if there's ever been a, a Dowd uh, for a hurricane. Uh, by the way, local artists can apply for residency, ladies and gentlemen, at the Albuquerque Urban Enhancement Trust Fund. 75 artists, $2,500 to advance their artistic or cultural work. The... Uh, all projects will have to be provided a display by the end of residency at the end of June of 2023. You have to apply by Tuesday. I believe that was of this week, but double check that out and uh, make sure they do it. Also, uh, we lost Al Unser Sr., four-time winner of the Indianapolis uh, 500, dies at the age of 82, third member of uh, the most famed racing families. And his oldest brother, three-time Indy 500 winner, Bobby Unser, died in May. Bobby Unser Jr. passed Six weeks after his father and now Big Al, Al Unser Jr. You might remember him from winning the 70, 71, 78, and 87 Indy 500. Youngest ever to uh, win the Indy, I believe. And uh, 
oldest, his final victory made him the oldest winner. So the youngest and the oldest uh, boy, wow. his, he was gritting it out. I didn't know he was uh, all of uh, those things. I want to uh, get back very quickly and rifle through <clears throat> some bad news. Uh, more bad news, I should say, uh, but uh, do so very quickly. A two-year-old uh, was dead after a shooting in Rio Rancho. Caught this last night about uh, 9 p.m. One of the interesting things about this is this uh, uh, comes from a family of a Santa Fe Police Department officer. Okay. Police tried to save the child. Child died at the scene, uh, and this involves the family of a Santa Fe Police Department officer. So we, no, no more details have been revealed at this point, but um, a quite, uh, quite disturbing. Uh, also, uh, BCSO releases a body camera footage of the deputy involved shooting that I, uh, talked with you about that was uh, over at abqraw.com. A lot of people have requested that uh, information. Make sure that you, uh, go and uh, check that out. I will see that you will find that officer Pettis acted probably in the best capacity that he could. He also likely saved, uh, potential damage, if not death, uh, directly to two other officers, and then you might remember that Starbucks, speaking of lapel video that's out there, KOB Channel 4 put out the, uh, and I know that we probably put tongue in cheek and, and thought it was uh, a little bit humorous, but the lapel video shows the chaos during the 50-mile police uh, pursuit. And if you watch the uh, very end, I mean, they're just flying through that. He crawled out of the car, uh, was airlifted to nearby trauma center after being shot. Officers found Demas, uh, who is his girl partner in that, Dead in the passenger seat, but not confirmed whether she died from the crash or the gunshot wounds. And it's still open on that. Remember, these were the people who, I believe, robbed a Starbucks. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll get to a lot more uh, on that uh, when we return. Uh, Oakland, by the way, I, we got to talk about police. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to do that very quickly. I promised you a traffic and weather uh, stop at uh, 445. Last one of the hour. Let's check on that with Rudy Grande. <laughs> All right, and putting things together, we start with the weather. As the sun goes down, look at this. 40 degrees out in Albuquerque now, going down to 20 overnight. Ooh, that's cold. All right, it's not so good on Paseo del Norte. Westbound, the trip is really slow now. Uh, before Second Street, you start pumping the brake. That's the story to Coors Boulevard, but at least no accidents or stalls. Uh, going to be a little bit crummy on uh, Rio Bravo in the South Valley. Coming off I-40, I'm sorry, off I-25 westbound on Rio Bravo. You're under 25 miles an hour, pretty much 2nd Street, all the way over to just about Isleta. Hey, listen, we're at Monty Cigar Shop. I've already got a couple of friends texting me saying they're on their way. So why don't you join us here? Hey, how about the Gurkha Cigar Club. Join it here at Monty Cigar Shop. Make a great gift for Dad as well. Monty Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. We're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, good job, Rudy. Uh, out there at Monty Cigar Shop. We'll check back with him in 30 minutes at uh, 515. Three more traffic checks, 515, 530, and uh, 545. All right, let's uh, let's just talk about, we talked about, you know, the two-year-old and the, the lapel camera that's out there, but the criminals are becoming more and more brazen. Uh, they're nonstop. They just, they're just getting worse. But it's not just here, everywhere. And so we had this whole defund the police situation where people are saying, we need to go ahead and make the police officers less lethal. The Department of Justice got involved with Albuquerque, Seattle, I think Milwaukee, and various other places where they've seen police brutality, use of force issues, et cetera, et cetera. But this is starting to boomerang and go back in the other direction. And I think it's important that we pay attention to the trend that's that's switching here. And naturally, I know that many of you already knew that this was going to happen. You probably all said to yourself, yeah, you know what? We can only go for defund the police for so long. Defund the police movement came from Black Lives Matter. 
Now, this is in direct result, if I'm not mistaken, back at the Florida, George Zimmerman, the Latino George Zimmerman, and, uh, you know, the, um, was a, what was the kid that he killed? Uh, it was Obama's Trayvon, son. Trayvon. Trayvon Martin. Yeah, if Trayvon I had a Martin. son. Yeah, yeah, son. Look like me. That's right. So <clears throat> here's the, the, the genesis, the basis, the place where Black Lives Matter started was in Oaktown, Oakland. Now, Oakland mayor, her name is Libby Schaff, announced plans to bid to add, excuse me, funding to the city's police department. This is eight years hence from the time that Black Lives Matter started. Violent crime has increased substantially. They have these smash and loot robberies that are happening right now. Those have increased substantially. There's violent sprees throughout Oakland. And they have to do what they can to go ahead and get some sort of control over what's happening. Now, this announcement comes after the Thanksgiving weekend that they had. Three people killed, one-year-old boy hit by a stray bullet while sitting in his mom's car. Another retired police officer, Kevin, was killed while working as a security guard to protect a news crew that was reporting on an increase in crime, ironically enough. God has a way of sort of showing us where to go, what to do, and maybe Libby, Libby Schaff is actually paying attention to that. So they've gone from, well, defund the police to we need to refund the police. Obviously, these are things that need to take place absolutely everywhere. She also noted that efforts to place lower level policing incidents in other departments aimed at diverting those convicted to other services in Oakland have not been enough. You might sort of compare that to what the mayor has done yep, right and here, sort right of, uh, you know, taking a step back, getting mental health professionals. I mean, it is an abysmal failure. We do not want our mental health professionals or psychiatrists, et cetera, et cetera, to go in there to handle really dangerous people. Two of the worst incidents that I can think of, one in particular, David Hyde, you might remember from back in 2007, took out two police officers and four others in a very psychotic mass rampage incident that basically went the uh, entirety of the city over a period of, I think, probably like four or five hours. Because he did not take his medication and he tried to visit his doctor that very day. Now, the mayor also stated in Oakland that the city's police staff has fallen below the 2014 voter approved measure requiring the police department to have at least 678 sworn officers. Sound familiar? I'm sure it does. Right here in Albuquerque, the same exact thing. We are below those numbers. I believe that based upon some of the reprimands and the use of force cases and the paid leave that they've had because of, you know, crossing, we have seen uh, less and less police officers out there. Back in June, Oakland City Council passed a budget proposal that removed, recently as June, $18.4 million from the city's police budget, moving that cash to violence prevention measures and social services. This doesn't work for Oakland, and you know that it will not work for the city of Albuquerque. So why continue with this? The ACLU is looking at that BCSO uh, re release of the body camera footage. Let me tell you, nobody should be reprimanded for what happened. This was a young kid who was waving a gun who was dangerous to himself and to others. Officer Pettis did the right thing. Now, to add fuel to the fire, and not surprisingly to any of you, again, who are paying attention to all the news that's out there, 2021 saw the most police officers shot and killed in the U.S. history. That's according to the FOP. Listen to this number. 
National, and this is what happens when you defund the police, when you don't respect authority, we don't have law and order, when we're taking to the streets and smashing loot type things, or you want to go ahead and have protests or, you know, deface property or completely annihilate property, burn a Wendy's down, burn car lots down. The Fraternal Order Police reported that 314 police officers were shot in the line of duty, making this the worst year in history of attacks on cops. 58 killed, 42 cops alone shot in the state of Texas, 25 in Illinois, 21 in California, 17 shot in Florida and Georgia. 2021 is the deadliest year on record, and we have not even finished the month. Reportedly, 95 ambush-style attacks thus far in 2021. It used to be a thing where you'd barely hear about it. But that's a 126% increase compared to 2020 and from the year before, about the same proportional increase. These brutal and brazen crimes have continued to shake city, cities throughout the rest of the country, including, of course, and of course, I should say, the city of Albuquerque. We're not sure what to do. And I mean all of us. We know what to do from our end of the spectrum, right wing more conservative, more law and order. We know what to do for the clampdown, but the left does not know what to do. The left controls the city council. The left controls the mayorship. The left, Shalohan Grisham, controls the entire state and their reaction to it. In fact, she's running on a crime agenda for 2021, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. These brutal and brazen crimes have shook our complete and total city here in the city of Albuquerque. Through the end of November... Property crime is up. Violent crimes are up. Police have been trying to talk about crime, and they've been letting you know that there's almost nothing that you can do, whether you call 911 or whether you try to get something investigated. It's not going to happen. Ain't nobody coming. Ain't nobody coming. The federalities actually see this as a problem now. And in so doing, seeing it as a problem, they decided to go, oh, we printed a lot of money. The Justice Department itself is deciding to beef up local police departments to the tune of nearly $150 million to 183 law enforcement agencies under a program designed to promote public safety through community policing. The Department of Justice Community-Oriented Policing Services, we have that here, which is a competitive award initiative created under 1994 President Clinton, was awarded $139 million to 183 law enforcement agencies. In New Jersey, that translated to $11.7 million in grants to six local police departments to hire 72 law enforcement professionals. But it's not just having those professionals out on the street. These are people who are putting their lives on the line, and the rules of engagement have changed because they themselves are personally liable for what they might do on behalf of our community. What's fueling all of this? Why is everybody so brazen? Well, because they know that there's no consequence. And right now, people have altered, you know, states of, uh, uh, of, of mental acuity. They really do. People are on drugs, they're on alcohol, they're all loaded on something, and they're not acting rationally because we have shut down economies. And if you look at all the cities, if I'm not mistaken, Dad, let's go back to what we covered yesterday, which was, you know, quite important. Very, very, very important. If you look at the cities that grew year over year, which ones were they? Every single one of those cities that grew 
and made their homicide records were all Democrat cities. Yep. They installed these very dismissive measures, a punitive punishment towards criminals and said, hey, we understand. Don't worry about it. You can go back on the street. We care more about your politics than we do care about the things that you do. Lo and behold, you have literally crime rampant throughout the country. What are we going to do about it? Well, I'll tell you what. Don't vote Democrat. What are we going to do about it? Make sure that you guys support the boys in blue, the thin blue line. Those are the best things that you can do. Let them know that you care. Because right now, the Department of Justice has us on lockdown. Right now, the city of Albuquerque and this mayor and the city council have us on lockdown. We're treating our police officers as the criminals instead of the criminals themselves. And the best thing that you can do is be made aware of what exactly is happening. 550-5500, that's 550-5500. Lots of text uh, coming into the key. We appreciate uh, each and every one of them. Uh, okay, sounds good. Uh, love hearing Yoko scratch on that Lennon Christmas song. I'm glad you uh, enjoyed it. Uh, Eddie, did you hear APD does not have a canine or SWAT team that all bid out to the field? Did not know that. The funny thing is now APD has to borrow SWAT and canine from BCSO. Wow. Uh, so Dr. Mengele Fauci wants all people jabbed to create a super spreader event? I think so. 79% of the Omicron cases are already vaxxed. Don't know that, but uh, there you go. Uh, Eddie, strange how Fauci and Scrace look like brothers. Maybe even twins. <laughs> they were cloned together. <laughs> uh, University of New Mexico Hospital gave deadline today of January 17th, or you are fired and removed. Wow. Hi, Eddie. Uh, so I can't read these very long ones. Just FYI, regarding another COVID-related interview I saw last night with Paul Alexander, as you'll recall, he's the bully house. Yes, I do. In this interview, he talks about why not to vaccine children and provide studies that can be found on his website, like the last interview I texted you about earlier this week. I saw this on Daystar Table Talk with Joni Lamb. Dr. Brian Artis was at the table with him. It aired last night, but it may be repeated. It was a, recorded sometime after he spoke about the FDA in September. If you're interested, the website for this is covid.daystar.com. Paul Alexander's website, where he states that he has hundreds of studies available for viewing, is at drpaulalexander.com. Okay. Uh, disclaimer, she doesn't endorse this or that. Wow. Real feature. I've got a new feature. We've got Murder Mike, we've got Dowd, and we've got... You know, expert uh, witnesses. Mr. Aragon, I have a question. Could you direct me to someone or someone somewhere in guiding me through the medical or religious belief process and asking for the waiver for the COVID vaccination? I'm getting a hard, it's becoming hard because our company has worked on Pueblo lands. Uh, Dowd will post a link yep. if you subscribe directly at Rock. Probably, Rock. you think New Mexico Freedoms Alliance probably would be the best people to contact on that? They, probably. They, yeah. I mean, it's uh, hard to say anymore. Um, but, you know, there we go. All right, when we return, hour two, national politics, Jesse Smollett, uh, Juicy Smollett, homeless. And then we'll talk about union and unemployment. We'll have uh, weather and traffic checks uh, directly at uh, 1530 and 45 past the hour right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM. And uh, you might be interested as to why we're playing oh, John Lennon. Yep, he was cremated on this day. Uh, after uh, he was killed, and uh, this was back in 1980. His body was cremated. There was no funeral, but a worldwide V Hill was held for him four days later. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. After seeing for months that inflation is transitory and under control, a top economic official from the Biden administration is reacting to the latest inflation report. We are doing everything we can to get to the root of this, to uh, ameliorate some of the snarls in the supply chains, to help make sure that American family budgets are able to keep up with uh, these dynamics. That audio courtesy of Fox News. Jared Bernstein from the White House Council of Economic Advisors saying the administration is doing everything it can to address the issue. The Consumer Price Index, which measures things like gas and groceries, rose 0.8% in November. Over the past year, prices have climbed 6.8%. That's the highest mark in nearly 40 years. This is USA Radio News. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it time for open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also when you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For the typical family, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate when compared to health insurance. Double. It really is remarkable. There's more than 400,000 members now who have shared more than $4 billion in medical bills, so they can handle your bills too. And here's the thing. If you join before December 15th, They'll waive your new member fee. So that's another $170 you'll save. I'll give you the number here in a second, but call and you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline, December 15th. So call now and you'll save even more. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. The Supreme Court announces a ruling on Friday. The Texas heartbeat law will stand for now. The Supreme Court Friday morning made the ruling, but added a lawsuit by abortion providers against Texas over its abortion law may proceed. The confusion continues. Justice Neil Gorsuch wrote, The court concludes that the petitioners may pursue a pre-enforced challenge against certain of the named defendants, but not others. End quote. Justice Clarence Thomas joined the court's controlling opinion and said, There is no freestanding constitutional right to pre-enforcement review in federal court. Therefore, the abortion provider's suit must be dismissed entirely. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Police say former NFL star Demarius Thomas went into cardiac arrest prior to his death. A report says officers responded to his home in Georgia last night. The report also says they found him unconscious and not breathing in the shower of his bedroom at the time of their arrival. This is USA Radio News. Lights out, everybody. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The first man they look for and the last they want to meet. Pleasant dreams. Hmm? <laughs> the greatest radio shows of all time, USA Classic Radio Theater. On these radio stations or on demand by searching USA Classic Radio Theater. USA Classic Radio Theater. Former Senate Majority Leader and World War II veteran Bob Dole's funeral is being held at the Washington National Cathedral and the World War II Memorial in Washington, D.C. on Friday. Speaking at the service, actor Tom Hanks says Dole will never be forgotten. The memory and conscience of the man himself will always be here, right here, for as long as there is in America. And that is a good thing, because here 
we will always remember Bob Dole. Dole died from lung cancer at the age of 98 earlier this week. One of the members of the late 1960s band, The Monkees, has died. What am I doing hanging Musician Mike Nesmith of the Monkees was 78 years old. He was born in Houston, moving to Dallas with his mom, and then dropping out of high school in 1960 to enlist in the Air Force. But after an honorable discharge, attended some classes at San Antonio College. He moved to L.A. in the late 60s when he landed that part for the Monkees TV show. He had a nice solo career in the years that followed. Again, Mike Nesmith was 78. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. For I love you and I know you love me. For USA Radio News, I'm the third. Four, 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 three, three. Albuquerque's Macro Aggression. Eddie Aragon. The Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon. The Rock of Talk. On AM1600 rockoftalk.com. 5050-5500. It's a beautiful Friday afternoon. December the 10th. Glad to be here with uh, you and yours. Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV podcasting on Citrus SoundCloud and Spotify. Don't forget rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com for the uh, apps. Lots to get to. And thanks, everybody, for uh, paying attention to our wonderful little radio station right here on the AM dial. I dedicated uh, this to my friend William Stanley Prevetti, uh, who uh, died. And uh, as always, uh, you know, he was uh, an absolute uh, treasure to have here uh, for four and a half years on a Saturday morning. And Always appreciated, uh, Mr. Uh, Billy Prevetti. By the way, uh, a quick update. Fabian Gonzalez is scheduled for trial next month. The jury, the jurors in the child death of uh, Fabian, uh, child death trial uh, of uh, uh, involving uh, Fabian Gonzalez or Victoria Martins, who was killed back in 2016, uh, will start next month. Attorneys and court officials will travel by van with the bus under the escort of Bernalillo County Sheriff's deputies who will block streets and travel ahead and behind the entourage so that they can go ahead and look at the death scene. I do not envy anybody. Gonzalez is now 37, faces a charge of child abuse resulting in death in Victoria's uh, August 23rd, 2016 death. He's also charged with eight counts of tampering with evidence, one count of conspiracy for allegedly dismembering the girl's arms, wrapping her organs, washing knives, hiding clothing in an effort to conceal the killing, according to the amended grand jury. Nothing there about setting her on fire but uh there you go d down musk hour two just for me and you how are you doing this, uh greetings uh, it's getting busy in the kiva today there's <laughs> a lot of people there's a lot of people grand they central say. station here it is we got uh, murder mike uh murder, he, he, murder mike you're not going till 5 30 we still got kevy over here so <laughs> you might want to transfer the old uh, microphone to, to kevin until 5 30 murder mike is very ambitious he is. He's very ambitious. He's he a young wants, man in a hurry. He wants to jump on uh, <laughs> on the on the air right away. We got uh, we got Kevin here. Still has to do a little juicy smolay. So <laughs> hard to do that with only two mics out there. So there's a reason I only have two mics in the studio, you know, and it's because I can't stand it when people are talking over each other. It's uh, my biggest pet peeve uh, here on the station. That's one of the reasons why you and I do so incredibly well. Doubt is yes, indeedy. We know how to uh, interleave our voices with one another. I was literally listening to a video um, of, uh, I got, they got me hooked into hoarders again. Yeah. And I was listening to an old video of a woman on uh, Sirius or XM or Sirius XM. She's one of the counselors who goes in and helps these people. And it was a whole bunch of comedians and DJs. And they were all, you know, this woman was, she's a fascinating psychologist. And, and, you know, what's wrong with these people? We all have 
at least one hoarder in the family, and they were all just sort of like four or five of these guys all talking over each other and not letting this poor woman speak. That's bad radio. That's Uh, worse. Worse than bad. It's unlistenable. All right, uh, let's kick it off. National politics. uh, We're going to go top to bottom, uh, uh, Dowd, you and I, but uh, New York and uh, blue states rank least free as red states stand out in personal and economic freedom survey. And uh, as we should probably talk about a little bit later, in fact, I'm going to jump into it almost right immediately because it's so important. Uh, the unemployment numbers are out and, uh, you know, Biden's out there waving the flag as, uh, you know, as saying we're 20 percent down in gas unemployment. Isn't, we're we're going to go right to the quickest unemployment uh, changes. But uh, tell us uh, from this Fox News report, Dowd, what they have found with regard to least free uh, states being New York and other blue states, which also include the state of New Mexico. Yeah, this is a, an annual ranking that uh, I used to work in the state level think tank community. Uh, fortunately, we're still waiting for a credible state level think tank in New Mexico. Less said about that, the better. Um, this is an analysis done by Cato Inst- the Cato Institute. My friends at the uh, Libertarian Organization been to a lot of their uh, events, always quoting their research, really top, top notch organization i guess for the big three if you're a liberal you like the brookings institution if you're a conservative you like uh, the heritage foundation and if you're a libertarian you like the cato institute they do a really interesting ranking um started over at george mason and and they 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 carried it on now they look at your personal freedom and your economic freedom and some of us would argue that those are sensibly really the same thing so you know it's everything about uh homeschooling regulation and you know your occupational licensing and how high your tax rates are whether you're a right to work state you can be freed from being compelled to pay uh, dues or tribute to unions. So uh, the, the numbers don't change much year to year. The states that are you know pretty pro-freedom tend to continue to be pro-freedom, and the states that aren't continue to be aren't. Uh, we, I believe, we're, we're at 44. We've, we've lost a couple place, places in New Mexico uh, in the last couple of years of rankings. Um, boy, the freedom ranking, if you've got a high freedom ranking, it really correlates rather highly to population growth, uh, economic development, that sort of thing. Uh, New Hampshire, Florida, Nevada in, in the top three. Uh, you know, th- you can imagine the bottom five places like <clears throat> New York, New Jersey, my home state of Connecticut. But I believe New Mexico, I'll have to go and check. I believe New Mexico, we were at 44 this year. We're, we're consistently in, in the bottom 10. Uh, Hawaii's in there. They're extremely liberal, liberal too. So it's kind of a good, if you care about your personal and your economic, economic freedom and you're thinking of getting out of a deep, deep, deep blue state. Uh, it's a good way to gauge where things stand. Of course, all of our neighbors are better than we are. Uh, Arizona doing better, Utah doing better. Colorado, I think, is 12th in the nation on the Freedom wow. Index. They do very, very well. I think they do, more, they do more on the personal freedom part than the economic freedom. But, uh, you know, ideally, as a libertarian, I like both of those things. So, again, New Mexico faring quite badly uh, again. And we are running this, Eddie, this weird national experiment. No one's, No one's directing it but people are moving and having more babies in the freer redder states and the blue states are losing population and they're not having babies so that has an impact on us politically because of course we get our 435 members of the house of representatives uh doesn't change the senate because every state gets two votes uh, into i won't say representatives two full of themselves blowhards men or women in the senate but it changes how the political representation, what parts of the country are become more politically powerful than others. And you can find this stuff online. You know, what percentage did Pennsylvania and New York have of the House seats in 1970, which is what they have now? The red growing Sunbelt states, for the most part, are doing much, much better. They're growing their population. They're gaining seats in the House of Representatives. They're getting more powerful 
uh, because of their, their economies are growing such uh, Florida recently passed New York as the third largest population state in the country. And New York was going to the federal courts and suing the Census Bureau saying, no, we're still number three. We're still number three. So this uh, fight continues to play itself out. And broadly speaking, freer is better if you're looking at opportunity, if you're looking at lower cost of living, uh, if you're looking at just wanting to exercise your basic freedoms, whether it's, you know, hunting or not having to wear a helmet when you ride your motorcycle around like a crazy person, you're pretty much only going to hurt yourself. So it's a useful tool to look at where our freedoms are still preserved, because as much as some people, people are relentlessly focused on Washington and they never, you know, they just watch the cable news networks and everything is a federal, federal, federal issue. State and local government have a big, big, big impact on you. And that's why these kinds of uh, indexes are very uh, useful. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think we should know where we want to live based upon what we're allowed to do. Sure. And uh, not necessarily climate. That's actually becoming less and less important. I mean, people have been moving to Midwest states, places where it's cold. Places where they just know that they respect people and they say, you know what, we'd rather live here. We don't care how damn cold it is because uh, we're as hot in the button as you continue to go ahead and expound uh, your, you know, edicts and uh, demands upon us uh, in the population. And the uh, bluer states are becoming bluer and bluer, unfortunately, because they're getting bailed out by the federal government. When they print out 10, 11 trillion dollars, they're sitting there with their hands open and say, hey, what can we do? What hoops can we jump through? go ahead and get more and more of that money. And that's what people like Michelle Lujan Grisham, the governor of Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, uh, Illinois. Uh, you have uh, the governor of Louisiana. You have the governor of Washington and Oregon. And of course, California. Let's not forget uh, our good friend uh, out there, uh, who I guess he finally recovered from uh, COVID. Oh, and he, then, he came out from his cave. <laughs> yeah, he finally did. Uh, uh, let, let me give you the numbers, though. Uh, we are sure. 42 on that list of 50 states. Uh, you want to be number one. You don't want to be number 50. We're 42. I'll give you a little tour of our region Arizona, number nine, extremely good ranking. Colorado, number 12, very good ranking. Uh, Oklahoma, very fair, uh, 19th. Uh, Utah, just behind it, 20. And Utah would probably be number one if they didn't have, uh, they have very onerous regulations on smoking and drinking for obvious reasons when we're talking about Utah. Uh, so we kind of know where things are going there. Uh, and Texas, right behind Utah, 21. So we, as I always said, we're in a murderer's row. We're twice of, as worse. We're twice as bad as the worst yes. state yes. that's directly connected. To, and yes. To put that in perspective, it's just, you know, we're sitting here in this giant donut hole um, because of our own choice to yep. continue to move in this direction. Stuck I know, on stupid. Yeah, Kevin, you move, you move around the, the country to a certain degree as a sales guy. Uh, I think uh, you feel this ranking. You understand it, do you not? Oh, yeah. I get it. <laughs> I've, lived, I've lived in some better, better states. Yeah. I've lived around the country and been around, but... Yeah, it you can see it. It hurts, you know that that uh, it hurts our representation. To Dowd's point, but let me tell not, you a if very not here if you're if we're not growing the population. Yeah, let me tell you a little bit about uh, unemployment rates and where we are as far as that and what it means and uh, why New Mexico is where it is at. Right after we check on weather and traffic, Rudy Grande. All right, we put things together starting with the weather. It is cooling off kind of quickly as the sun goes down. We're down to 37 degrees already, going down to 20 overnight. Right now, the speeds are pretty much down on the uh, freeway as well. I-25 southbound, you're under 30 miles an hour. Jefferson over to Comanche. Things are improving on Paseo del Norte, the westbound trip, looking okay across the river. But it's the eastbound side that's going to be a little bit slow as you make your way San Pedro on over to Wyoming. Even the other side of uh, Paseo there in that area, uh, westbound, is not too much better. It looks like it's under 25 miles an hour between Ventura I'm sorry, between uh, Wyoming and San Pedro as well. 
We are at Monty's Cigar Shop. Had some really good people come in this afternoon. All are right. you going to join us? Hey, listen, you've got this big, huge humidor to look at. Largest one in the Southwest. Monty's Cigar Shop right here on San Mateo, north of Comanche. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Top. Next, uh, weather and traffic check at uh, 530. All right, let's just talk about states with the quickest unemployment claims recovery and see how well Michelle Lujan Grisham is doing. As I think that's what we should be paying attention to. The Wallet Hub uh, study came out with this, and uh, the U.S. is making significant progress, as you heard. I think, what did you say uh, Nebraska was? They were at 2.1.9. percent Never heard of anything like that. Uh, there were 184,000 new unemployment claims nationwide, uh, which is a lot fewer than 6.1 million during the peak of the pandemic, a 97% reduction overall. The good news, every state had unemployment claims that were uh, that last week that were better than the same week last year. Every state, we all did better. Every state had unemployment claims last week that were lower than before the pandemic, except for, let's lay it out, Minnesota, Alabama, Wisconsin, California, Michigan, Tennessee, Hawaii, Alaska, North Carolina, Indiana, and New Mexico. That's right. So let's look at the numbers. Let's read them and weep, ladies and gentlemen. It does not look good. In fact, how uh, bad is it? It's as bad as you think it is and uh, maybe quite a bit worse. Uh, when we're worst, uh, we're not even like trying to, we're trying to create a new bottom is what we're trying to do in all this. And in the main findings, as you look at this, uh, which, which state has recovered the most since last week? Now, that's not saying much. So it's only one week. Yeah, it's one week. So you really don't. But if you're looking at the improvement where the absorption is the highest, which we say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and hit the road and find a job, a J-O-B. Where are you going? Let's hit the top 10 states. Georgia, Nebraska, Kentucky, Kansas, South Carolina, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Maryland, Delaware, and South Dakota. Okay, so we got Republican, Republican, Democrat, Republican, Republican, Democrat, 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 Republican. Five and five from uh, my reading. Okay, so let's look at since the beginning of the COVID-19 crisis. Who's recovered the (laughs) most? Familiar theme. Yeah, uh, that would be Florida alongside Kansas, alongside New Hampshire, Carolina, Dakota, North Carolina, Georgia, Washington. There you go. Those are your top eight, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, None in the Western region, uh, as you see there. Now, which are the worst? Oh, boy. Whoa, Nelly. Doesn't get much worse than recovered the most since last week. Well, New Mexico is second to last with 50. Recovered the most since the start of the COVID-19 crisis. We are 48th. Only worse than us, Delaware, Rhode Island, and the District of Columbia. New Mexico is doing so bad, in fact, when you take a combination of last week and since the crisis overall, and you're looking at this and you're saying, okay, well, how bad is it? Well, let's just say New Mexico is approaching over 100. The next closest one, by the way, is Alaska at uh, the 890. We are at 98. Alaska is at 90. Uh, Let's see who else we have there. That's it. New Mexico has not improved. We're dead last with a fireball. We're eight points away from any other economy that's out there. All right. Biggest increase. Latest week versus the start of 2020. We are the absolute worst. That's right. Over the unemployment insurance claim, New Mexico is the worst in the country. Latest week 
There's only 50 states. <laughs> versus the start of 2020. Yeah. Start of 2020. No, no state has done worse. <sighs> no, no governor has done worse than Governor Michelle Lujan. Biggest increase. Our latest week, uh, maybe we go back another year and see how she did during her first year pre-COVID. No, New Mexico still the absolute worst. That's right. Biggest increase latest week between uh, for 2019. And finally, biggest increase since the start of COVID-19 crisis. Oh, boy. Just as I just told you. New Mexico, 48th out of 51. Shall we go ahead and go to maybe percentages and proportion? Maybe the numbers might improve a little bit. You have overall numbers and you have the latest versus, you know, where it's at, just how bad it is. Here we go. <laughs> this is so bad. I don't even, I, I don't know what to tell my son. I don't know what to tell myself. The change in unemployment claims latest week versus the start of 2020. New Mexico is the only one in triple digit figures. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're up 104% over the last week. The next closest is Alaska. Latest week versus the start of 2020, we're up 104%. Alaska at 60.86, North Carolina at 59.69, California at 54.27. All right, let's uh, do change in unemployment. Dead last yet again. Here we go, New Mexico. By a long shot. Change in unemployment claims latest week versus 2019. We just don't like to work here. Ooh. This is the laziest state in the entire country since 20, since Michelle Lujan Grisham. I, I think when Michelle Lujan Grisham, if you uh, you know convert that from Chinese mm -hmm. into a, a Mar and into English, if, if you will, it means lazy. Yeah. Change in unemployment claims latest week versus 2019. We're up 57.06 percent. Next one is Indiana at 49, North Carolina at 45, Alaska at 37. Folks. There is nothing else we could possibly tell you to tell you to explain how incredibly bad Michelle Lujan Grisham is for the state of New Mexico. When you're not growing jobs as a proportion or as an overall number, comparatively speaking, from this week to what it was to begin 2019 and 2020, it is not working. So what's happening? You've got more and more whiners, especially at the University of New Mexico. They've got a unionization thing going on at UNM. Remember, they always they, they don't want to work if you have any symptoms whatsoever. There's all sorts of graduate workers are gathered to do what the university, as they say, has claimed for the past years we don't do. Work! You don't! You do not work! And yet you're unionizing, and who's enabling you? The liberal leftist media. They said we'll be teaching classes, which I'm doing right now, holding office hours, grading papers, listening. you're talking about it. You're not doing it, Alana Bach. UNM can no longer deny the value of our work, the work that our students, colleagues, and community know we do every day. You don't work. It's in the numbers. No one's working. They're lying to you. Members from the Leaders for Environmental Action, love that, and Foresight were president in the solidarity with the people who were attempting to unionize, the graduate students. Union member Mary Russell said a work-life balance is essential and a need for graduate students that UNM needs to deliver on. Yes, let's uh, balance your work-life balance. Your ass has been at home the entire pandemic. He states, without grad students, without research assistance, all these things in the university doesn't run. Research doesn't get completed. Because you're lazy. Not because you need to unionize and not because they're providing a bad environment for you. You just don't like to work or show up. It's a culture that we've created now. It's another blue... 
cities, blue states, Buffalo. Starbucks workers for the first time have now voted to unionize at a store in Buffalo, New York. Over the company's objections pointing the way to new labor model. Starbucks is objecting to unionization. These are the people who are mandating their $15 an hour national policy for minimum wage plus paying your whatever. Pretty incredible. Workers at all three stores in Buffalo began voting by mail last month on whether they wanted to be represented by the Workers United. And guess what? They voted and they are. They're now full-blown union members. 8,000 company-owned U.S. stores function best when they say, just like at the University of New Mexico Graduate Student Union building, right? They work best. <laughs> I only work best under a union. I don't know about you, Doug. <laughs> We have no accountability. We have no say, they said. With the union, we'll actually be able to sit down at the table and say, this is what we want. You don't own the company, punk. You have the ultimate say. Leave your job. Uh, Finally, you have things like the ACLU. Investigating this, investigating that. They are now pushing to cancel student debt. So whether it's the barista at Starbucks or it's the grad union, I mean, these guys are getting all sorts of stuff that they're literally just whining about. ACLU exists to defend the constitutional rights of state, collecting signatures for a petition urging the Biden administration to cancel up to $50,000 in student. Are the young people ever going to have to actually own up or earn it? They argued that the student debt is a racial justice issue. Yes, it is, according to the ACLU, because it's a crushing burden that falls on the heaviest on black communities. There we go. And especially on the black women. So the ultimate minority in this uh, country is a black female student, grad student mm-hmm. at the University of New Mexico yeah. who works at a Starbucks. Is that about right? Yeah, I got to throw some kind of trans in there, though, too. You think so? Lesbian or trans. Yeah, we got it. They deserve every union, every right, every opportunity. Equity. It's just equity. Equity. Racial justice means equal treatment under the law. It's clearly part of the ACLU's historic mission and part of their push. To cancel your student debt. Wow. Doubt if we only grew up in a world like that. What do you think? Uh, can, can, I don't know. We're, gonna, we're not going to get Kevin in trouble. We're going to check over with <laughs> Thank you for leaving me out of this <laughs> one. <laughs> what, I, so, so, we'll speak for you, Kevin. <laughs> oh, I, wanted to, I wanted to have some uh, some fun there. You know, Do whatever I can to you know, foster the conversation, uh, if you will. I think that's uh, as always important. Uh, when we return, we're going to check in with uh, Murder Mike. He's going to be live right here in studio. He's going to take the mic, the murder. He's going to murder the mic uh, with Murder Mike and take it away from Kevin Petrusik right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. 527, back in three. I never meant to be so bad to you. One thing I said that I would never do. I look from you and I would fall from grace And I pull quite the smile right from my face Do you remember when we used to dance And it did as a rose of circumstance One thing led to another, we were young And we would scream together songs on songs it was the heat of the moment. Tell him you were so hot, man. The heat of the moment. So did you cry. 
selection from nine top designers including the disney collection to 18 different lines brings the shopping experience of new york and dallas right here to albuquerque call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience and matthew's bridal 890-3736 located across the street from coronado center at 6121 manal boulevard Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883 3683. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you know what your building is worth? Would you like to get a free cost analysis within 24 hours? We can help. Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883-3683. Theplaceilike.com. Wow, is great for locals. Awesome weekly deals, too. Tacos.theplaceilike.com. A great bakery? Cakes.theplaceilike.com. Theplaceilike.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. The best website and app for radio is abq.fm. Over 60 stations to choose from, including classic rock, grunge, R&B, country, new wave, trance, even faith and gospel, all at abq.fm on your mobile device or computer. I always like to speak. 
flashed his switchblade at me. Did he really? You got to. Uh, the boys in the hood are always hard. As, <laughs> as he knows. Uh, how's Before it going? Any drive-bys lately, Murder Mike? Anything? We've had a, you got to get closer to the Murder Mike. Oh, oh I'm sorry. It was a, yeah, it was an interesting evening. We did have some some interesting shootings that occurred last night that we, we'll talk about later on in the in our report. So, or <laughs> like he's did. like extending it. Have you noticed? Like. Yeah. He keeps like kind of wedging. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, he's got preamble and introduction. Yeah, teasing something like, for like tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Like, he's like, uh, how much real estate in the rock of talk can I possibly get to? I mean, in, in a well organized show, like he's, I'll tell you what, I'm going to, I'm going to take the wind right out of his sails and check on weather and traffic. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's put things together. Starting with the weather, it's cooling up real quickly, 37 degrees across town right now as we go down to 20 overnight. All right, what we got going is in the South Valley. Looks like Dennis Chavez Boulevard is going to be the slow trip. As you wind your way on Rio Bravo onto Dennis Chavez Boulevard, it's going to be slow out to Unser. You'll also find a very slow trip on I-40, the westbound trip. Ooh, that's awful. As you make your way westbound, everything slows up coming off of the big guy off I-25. As you make your way westbound all the way to Coors Boulevard. But like I said earlier, Paseo del Norte. Thumbs up. That's the way to get to the west side. Even Alameda looking okay, though. A little bit of a slowdown as you uh, get closer and closer to Corrales. Right around Rio Grande Boulevard, you're going to see some brake lights. All right. We're at Monty's Cigar Shop now. They close at 6 tonight, but they're open tomorrow as well. How about that large humidor? All those cigars... Oh, and gift cards. That's a great idea. If you don't know exactly what the person may like in terms of a great smooth cigar, how about a gift card? Monty Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. We're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, we'll check back with uh, Rudy Grande here in a moment. Murder Mike's about to rifle off, no pun intended, uh, the last uh, 24 hours, and an interesting one at that. We'll get a quick uh, homeless update as uh, Dowd and I go through city proposing a mobile hygiene unit. Wow. Lord knows. Does that not sound to me or to you, Dowd, like they're going to go ho- they're going to go hose a bunch of people off? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Doesn't sound like Turn the hoses into, loose. Like the, the Albuquerque Fire Department is <laughs> yeah. going to start hosing down the homeless people? <laughs> That's what it sounds No, this like. is in Santa Fe, though, the hygiene unit. But they have apparently the problem is getting worse in Santa Fe, too. What are they doing? Yeah. Well, they, they give us a quick report. I'm going to stall off my, 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 uh, as long no, as No, this is fast. I put this out in the Dilly Blast the other day because... I, 
one of the one of the, one of the uh, values of the Daily Blast when you get the, the top ten links is I'm linking now a little less to the press because they're so irresponsible. I'm linking to exact announcements, the actual URLs to what your government is telling you, so you can read okay. it with your own eyes and you know marvel at what's actually going on uh, as part of the ongoing series of strategic initiatives of recently reelected Mayor Alan Weber up in Fantasy. You know my. Uh, my, my Catalina Island song for uh, our, our capital city, uh, 56 miles up I-25, Fantasy City is a moon bat hive, Fantasy City, the city of moon bats, moon bats, moon bats, moon bats. That's a, apologies to, uh, <laughs> was the Kingston Trio or what do I don't know, the, Catalina Island is a good song. Uh, part of the ongoing series, strategic initiatives, the Weber administration, the very impressive Weber administration that makes the Keller administration look like, you know, Giuliani in the 90s, uh, proposes to establish a mobile hygiene unit to provide essential hygiene services and outreach to people. And I love this phrase. I love it. This is one of the main reasons I, I link to this. People, quote unquote, experiencing homelessness. It's just an experience. It's just it's just homeless just arrives someday uh, and it just and suddenly you're, you're homeless. It has nothing to do with your own actions. Right. Um, the unit, uh, the I unit mean, would I became, I suddenly <laughs> I just became homeless. Like, well, I mean, a former mayoral candidate, uh, Manny, what's his name? He said, oh, I don't call him homeless. I call them. Uh, was it people in crisis? Uh, yeah. uh, Manny, if, if people well, that, in that, crisis that, 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 uh, uh, described homeless people, I would have been homeless the last 49 years of my life. Anyway, the unit would utilize vehicles and equipment purchased with CARES Act, of course, uh, Rona bailout money, and consist of social a social service navigator to connect, they're always about connecting in government, the people to housing resources, three park rangers, uh, the park rangers are going to bring picnic baskets to the homeless, I don't know, and a half-time custodian to maintain the unit. <clears throat> That's what's happening up in uh, Santa Fe. Coming to a city near you uh, in, in New Mexico, I'm sure. $205,000. All right. There it is. Uh, <laughs> we're going to hose them off for that amount. And uh, another a little piece of homeless. Tiny home village struggling to fill vacancies as homeless encampments. Serge, uh, we had uh, Murder Mike send me some photographs. He was a photog out there today. Uh, nice photos there, uh, 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 Murder Mike. I appreciate that uh, very much. Um, tell me what the pictures of uh, that that you sent me. We've got uh, <clears throat> this is very interesting. Yeah, they call it unhoused. That's hilarious. I have not seen this number, and in the blustery wind today, I've not seen this number of tents around. Where did that? Where do these photos come from? I'm going to put them up on the screen uh, for our Rock of Talk uh, TV viewers. Uh, that was actually located next to the tiny home village. Okay, so the I tents are outside, as if they're sort of. Waiting in line to see if they have a chance. Is that is that correct? Well, actually, that, that is exactly correct. In fact, I uh, got down and spoke with a number of them yeah. and uh, found some interesting things. Uh, like, uh, first of all, Mayor Keller had boasted that this would, these homes would be available to many of the homeless, providing they met a minimal criteria, one of which was sobriety. However, this doesn't seem to be the case because I went down to this afternoon and spoke with dozens and took a first-hand look at the tiny home village. Some had admitted that they were, were not eligible due to the lack of sobriety. However, many of them were families with children who had met the eligibility requirements but were still denied housing. They stated that they were informed by the city that a freeze was in place and housing was not available. However, there are number of, a number of the tiny homes occupied by people from other states. That, so that doesn't make sense. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do some follow up on this situation because there's a lot more to be told about that story than uh, meets the eye. I mean they're there they're available. 
people are eligible to get into them, but they're denied for some reason. I, I, and I don't understand that. And also, they were given uh, pamphlets by the city uh, where they could go to pick up hotel vouchers because of the cold weather. Now, they went to the places, the place that the city told them to go to. When they got there, the people had no idea what they were talking about. <laughs> Boy. You know, and this is the city that handed out vouchers. So, I mean, you know, I, this is, I don't know, this is two for three, whatever, with uh, Keller. He talks about the uh, the place on Loveless, the hospital, that it was going to be available. Now it's not for a year and a half out. He talks about it wasn't, that, it wasn't that many beds anyway, so it really is a nominal amount. I mean, you're talking yeah. about making an indent of about 100 people. Uh, so, you know, when it talks, uh, when you talk of uh, 1,500 people that are on the street at any one time, and a total of uh, what 5,000 total homeless, and I think it's grown from two to five thousand, two and a half percent, you know, two hundred fifty percent. So you look at this stuff, and you're saying to yourself, like, he's not going to solve the homeless problem, and it's going to continue to get worse, and it has, uh, it has. immediately following uh, the mayoral election. So that, that um, is absolutely right. And the home and the tent cities at Tramway and Central, I'm sure you've observed, crazy. That is yeah, insane. insane. Yeah. Uh, All and, right, let's uh, let's okay, hammer through the last twenty four hours because. Uh, Dowd, I, I uh, once again, seer of seers, uh, did I not just say, I believe a few days ago, uh, that if you're a good Samaritan, be careful out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, over the last 24 hours, not to jump in front of uh, Murder Mike uh, here, but that's exactly what happened is a, a good Samaritan man fatally shot our latest uh, our latest one, uh, Murder Mike. Uh, tell us about it, downtown ABQ. That's right. That's correct. Well, this one uh, occurred downtown shortly after midnight. An innocent bystander observed an armed individual threatening a security guard at first and central. When the victim attempted to intervene to stop a possible shooting, he was shot by the armed gunman and sustained uh, and was dead on arrival at, at the local hospital when he was transported. His identity is being withheld pending notification of next of kin. The shooter, later identified as 38-year-old Patrick Saavedra. Who's apparently with the mafia, according to his, his notes. Oh. You, I don't know. if he, he That's what he was yelling. He was yelling that he was with the mafia. Wow. Oh. Vito Corleone? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> does, he, does he know the... Uh, no, no. Just Bacchando? keep going. Keep powering through. Sorry to okay. stop you. Go ahead. No, that's okay. uh, uh, Mike's uh, more interested in the humor and the comedy than he is the actual report <laughs> that he's drafted up. Go ahead. I'm trying to flatten it out there. Uh, he fled the scene, but uh, Spader had fled the scene, but was tracked down by officers to a residence in southwest Albuquerque. Spader was taken into custody this morning around 7:40 and booked into MDC on an open count of murder and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Let me guess. He had outstanding warrants. I would I would be surprised if he had asked any wars, they would let him yeah. go. This makes homicide number one hundred and twenty three, if my count is correct, since the first of the year. So uh, there we it, go. What else, Murder Mike? And moving on to the tragic story of Rio Rancho, where a mm-hmm. two year old was shot and killed at a Santa Fe police officer's home this past Wednesday around eight thirty in the morning. Rio Rancho police had responded to a shots fired call at the residence, and when officers arrived, they found the two year old child suffering from one or more gunshot wounds. Life-saving efforts were unsuccessful, and the child was pronounced dead at the scene. Rio Rancho Police, along with Santa Fe Police, are investigating. No further details are available. They're keeping that really hush-hush and tight because it's the officer's house. So. Oh yeah. So why uh, can you do you know anything? Isn't that strange? Should we know more since it's a paid public employee? He's in Rio Rancho, but he operates out of the uh, Santa Fe Police Force. 
Yeah. It's, he, well, a lot of them, you know, those officers, shouldn't we know? Shouldn't we have more information? We should. Oh yeah. So how did a two year old get shot? Everybody's asking that question. And that's why the, the police are so tight lit because it was, it happened at an officer's residence. We don't know if the officer shot him accidentally, if the officer's involved. There's a lot of questions that are going unanswered, and we're going to try to find that out. But, again, with the information coming over the scanner, it is extremely limited. So it's going to take a lot of follow-up and research. Yeah, which, well, I, uh, my bet is you'll never get uh, to the bottom of that. Uh, what else? Okay. Well, there was another pedestrian fatality that happened early this morning around 640 in the morning. Officers responded to a reported rollover crash in the area of Rio Grande and Central. <laughs> Pardon me. APD reports a 2007 Toyota Camry driven by an unidentified male was traveling eastbound on Central at an extremely high rate of speed. The victim was walking eastbound on the sidewalk when the Camry lost control going onto the sidewalk, striking the pedestrian. He was transported to UNMH where he was dead on arrival. The driver has not been identified or charged. However, speed does appear to be a factor. And, of course, as you alluded to earlier, lifelong resident of Albuquerque and driving legend Al Unser passed away at his home in Chama Thursday afternoon at the was age there, of 82. Was there a crime involved there? Uh, not to our knowledge. Oh, okay. He had we, been, we covered that already. So. Yeah, he, he had lost a battle to cancer first diagnosed yeah, in 2004. Yeah, I'm on it. We're, we, okay. we got that. We got uh, that. I didn't, was there a crime? Did, was some, no. did someone shoot him? No, I was okay. Just, was he run over with a pedestrian? No, anything like that? No, no, we just stabbed to death. Driving legend, so I uh, put okay. it in. Yeah, there. we got it. Don't, and, worry, well, don't you also, worry about that murder, Mike. Okay. We, we're on top of it. We appreciate the uh, additional insight there, but you know. Also, Michael Nesmith, the, the famed guitarist for the Monkees, died today at the age of seventy-eight. <clears> so there you go. You know, and Mike Adolski. Do, do you do you want to you want to hear about that? Do you remember when Kevin uh, Dowd was here? Did yep. I not just say? <laughs> Or we did I is like it's did. just like did you just like cover the, that too? Yeah, uh, well, uh, uh, well, last week, uh, last maybe week, yeah. While you were uh, not listening to the show, oh. um, <clears throat> yeah, we were talking about who's the last monkey yep. to basically be. Did I not just forecast that? <laughs> bizarre. No, it's not bizarre. It's just it just you know the the words just flow through, and I think I've been on last trains at Clarksville. You know, Daydream Believer. We've been playing this stuff like out of. Don't it, make it, any comments about bad times coming to Irish Slovak guys who grew up in Connecticut because something <laughs> is happening. I don't know what's going on with it here. Like you just, I, I just pay attention and I just let it. I, I let the feel. Uh, the level of connectivity, uh, as you know, is about a hundred percent. I'm always the last one to find out. That you, I'm so poor I can't even pay attention. What so are you talking about? The last one to find out. What are you talking about? I'm, I was gonna feel sorry for you. That's just the least of me. Uh, take good care of you. You know. Uh, you sure do, Eddie. I am. Let's run to weather and traffic. Rudy Grande. All right, as we put things together now, the sun has gone away, and that leaves us just about freezing outside right now, 33 degrees across town, and uh, down to 20 overnight, they tell us. A lot of brake lights still appear there on San Mateo's, I'm sorry, on uh, I-25 southbound from San Mateo over to Comanche. Looks like uh, things are improving on Rio Bravo right now. Still a little bit slow there, Rio Bravo westbound. From the river to the bridge seems to be the worst of that in that construction zone. And uh, looks like the uh, eastbound side of Paseo del Norte is still a little bit slow on your way towards Wyoming off of I-25, on and off along the way. But it is the westbound side that's going to be really slow between Wyoming out to San Pedro. 
All right, we're at Monty Cigar Shop. I just love this place. You know what? They're also open on Sunday. I did not know that. So they're open tomorrow from oh. 10 to 6. and then uh, Tomorrow Saturday, Sunday Rudy. Tomorrow Saturday. Right, and then Sunday from 12 to 5. Okay, thank you. Yeah, so the weekend they're open all weekend. Hey, this is a place to see the largest humidor and thousands of cigars to choose from. And if you don't know exactly what kind of cigar they want, how about a gift card? This is a place to go, Monty Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. All right, uh, good job, Rudy. Now, next uh, check at, uh, well, that was it. That's the last one for the day. There we go. Hey, Rudy. Rudy, have, have, yes, a, have a good night. Thanks for the... Uh, traffic updates there and a great weekend everybody all right there he is the great rudy grande uh here in the kiva uh, uh sorry what's, what's that do we have time for the stats for murder mike he doesn't know what to do he doesn't know whether to leave or stay did he have what the stats baby what are you talking if you got stats bring them do them <laughs> what are we waiting for let's go oh my gosh you know i mean you already let me crack the whip on you and now that i know that it works I crack harder. You're you giving me the stats. I can't read the stats. I take down the stats. I'm sorry about that. Are we I, mean, I don't need you to apologize. I just need to just crank through, baby. I will do right. it. It's just This is all business. It's radio, professional. Right. Like, you know, just do the drill downs. We just, just the facts. And we'll stick, you stick to the murders and the assaults and everything else. We'll keep the focus on other things. You stay in your lane, all right? Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's focus there. Go ahead. All right. Well, and now I look at... Uh, at the night, how the night went for first responders in the 505. We had a total of nine general disturbances that were called in. In traffic, we had a total of five accidents that occurred. We also had three pedestrian-involved crashes, one of which was the fatal crash on Central near Rio Grande. We had a total of three down and outs last night, two of which were unconscious, unresponsive, and not breathing. We also had a total of four drug overdoses, one of which was in front of the El Rey Theater last night, it was called in as a female, possibly a male, age 35, and possibly suffering from a fentanyl meth speedball overdose. When rescue arrived, they administered Narcan, but it had no effect. Additionally, there we had su- two suicide threats called in, two auto thefts were reported, and APD took two drunk drivers off the streets last night. There were four suspicious persons or situations, and three shootings were reported, Two in Albuquerque and one in Rio Rancho. And uh, a brief look at, you know, as I alluded to yesterday, we're going to a quick look at uh, the drug problem that we're going to go into death more. But fentanyl overdoses and deaths continue to rise. Last year, we had 766 people in New Mexico die from drug overdoses. And this year, it seems to be in the same pace. We are listening to the scanners. We constantly hear overdoses occurring throughout the throughout the day. And when our first responders arrive on the scene, they immediately administer Narcan when dealing with an overdose. Narcan is the drug used to reverse an opioid overdose. But Narcan can have a tough time battling an overdose of fentanyl. The patient will sometimes require multiple doses of Narcan just to regain consciousness. Not only do our first responders have to deal with fentanyl, but now studies show that carfentanil had been found in the illicit drug trade. Carfentanil is 100 times more potent than fentanyl. Also, studies have shown that a class of potent opioids, natazanines, have recently been found in syringes used in overdoses. Natazanines can be 20 times more potent than fentanyl. All of these drugs are found on the streets of Albuquerque, 
and a lot of these dangerous opioids that are seized by APD are pressed into tablets made to resemble legitimate prescription pharmaceuticals. So that's kind of a, a quick look at the uh, what what the drugs are that are hitting the streets of Albuquerque, and we're going to try to get more about it and possibly discuss it at a later time. All right, so, yeah, but I, I again. <clears throat> nope. Stay in the lane. Gotcha. Can you do that? Yeah. All right, appreciate it. All right. Murder Mike, great week. Good job. Thank you very much. I mean, uh, the confidence is, is so uh, big right now with you that you're actually building to like another level. And uh, I get it. I mean, maybe we we do a Murder Mike radio show. Huh. You know, maybe we need to, you know, if we want to do book report formats. Okay. With, uh, you okay. know, what do you think? Though? I volunteer to do show yeah. notes for that show. Yeah, I won't even charge you, Murder Mike. I appreciate it. Every, thank you very much. Well, I realize you're working hard. I do. But, uh, you know. Stats and reports, and we're good to go, baby. You got it. And the rest of the stuff, we can go directly to your website. Where can we find you? I don't have one as of yet, but I'm working on developing that. So. Okay. Well, we'll help you with all of that. Stuff. Thank you very much. By the way, Galisteo's uh, own Burl Ives. Uh, Dowd, you, you saw I sent yes. that to you last I, night. And I, and I listened to it last night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, what did you know about Burl Ives? Scandinavian? Yep. Uh, Yep. Extraordinaire singer. He's a beautiful little, little, he settled, I guess, later in life in Galisteo. Beautiful little ditty. And, um, you know, he was kind of a left winger in his career, but, you Very know, beautiful, beautiful voice. Uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and my favorite uh, holiday tune of all time, the Burl Ives version of Holly Jelly Christmas. There it is. So here's a little song uh, called Galisteo from One Burl Ives from back in the day. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Back in four, I'll read your text. Back in three, uh, to read your text. Thanks for listening. Albuquerque, little south of Santa Fe, where the jets from California leave their trails in the sky. On the stay in Galisteo till the day that I die. Was in my little brown adobe nestled warm in the sun, where the coyotes chase the rabbits and the roadrunners run. I'm as happy as a gal when the cool breezes blow up the draw in Galisteo where my Cottonwoods grow A little glass of wine With a buddy of mine Or maybe a cup of tea The magic of a song When the shadows grow long That's good enough for me In my favorite little village Lying out of the way A little north of Albuquerque Little south of Santa Fe Where the jets from California Leave their trails up above On the stage did someone say breakfast skillet? Go to Sunny Side Up, the place to be for their Texas steak skillet, Cambridge, and Mexican skillets. Sunny Side Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunny Side Up offer, sunny.theplaceilike.com. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 
856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. We love our pets. Raw Greens carry CBD for pets. Raw Greens also carry CBD for people like you and me. Come into Raw Greens today. We're Raw Greens, your local joint on San Mateo, north of Manal, or visit us online at cbd.theplaceilike.com. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. When you suffer a personal injury from a car crash, you need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso, Caruso Law Offices. I am very pleased with my car accident case that Caruso Law Offices helped me settle. I hope I never need your services again, but if I do, I'll come back. Thanks. Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000. CarusoLaw.com. This is David Allen Staley, Medicare Coverage Advisor with the Senior Health Resource Center. The Medicare annual enrollment period is now open save possibly hundreds or even thousands of dollars with the right Medicare plan. 
It's important to understand the new Medicare options just released before the December 7th deadline. Call to set up your free Medicare consultation, 505-350-3858. Again, 505-350-3858. This is the Rocker Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Texas state troopers are seizing record amounts of fentanyl at the border crossings from Mexico. Jennifer Hatch with the Department of Public Safety saying the cartels sell it as synthetic heroin to increase their profits. Officials estimate they have seized enough fentanyl this year alone to kill 200 million people. Bob Dole was a man of his word. That's how President Biden described late Senator Dole during a memorial service at the Washington National Cathedral. Biden and Republican Dole served together for many years in the Senate. Biden praising Dole's willingness to work with Democrats to get things done. It came time for literally the deciding vote, the deciding vote on whether we're going to defund Amtrak. And he cast the vote against his party, deciding to keep funding Amtrak. You're listening to USA Radio News. From city streets to back roads. From road warrior to carpooler. There are some things you can always count on, like the reliability, durability, and power of Die Hard, America's most trusted auto battery. No matter where your journey takes you, count on Die Hard to get you started on the road ahead. Available at your local Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest stores. Just in time for Christmas, Michael Lindell has dropped the price of the standard classic MyPillow regularly $69.98 to $19.98. Now, queen and king size slightly higher, but that price includes a free press and pack bag so you can take your MyPillow with you anywhere. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use my promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175. Support Mike Lindell and American Jobs and give MyPillow for Christmas. A new inflation report is released on Friday. The latest report from the Bureau of Labor Statistics showing that inflation jump that many were expecting. It was led by a spike in energy and gasoline prices. The consumer price index rising 0.8% in November, a significant month-to-month rise. And it shows over the past 12 months, prices have climbed by 6.8%. That's the highest year-to-year increase in nearly 40 years. Many Republicans, like Ohio Congressman Mike Turner, lay the blame directly at the White House door. When you look at the out-of-control spending, you're certainly seeing it weaken American families and, and certainly our financial security. He spoke on the Fox Business Network. The Biden administration insists that its projections show inflation will go down next year. From the New England Bureau of USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. The Dow one phased by the latest news, trading in positive territory. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alarouche. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. 
Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot is facing backlash after saying retailers in her city aren't protecting themselves enough against criminals. This comes after a recent surge in smash-and-grab robberies across the United States. Illinois Retail Merchants Association President Rob Carr joins Fox News and says these incidents should be taken more seriously. This is part of a coordinated effort, and we're part of a broad coalition, uh, national, called uh, United to Safeguard America from Illegal Trade. And it's trying to raise awareness that these crimes, these organized retail crimes, are funding things like guns on the street, illegal drugs, human trafficking, terrorism, and a lot more. A member of the Monkees has died. Most people know Michael Nesmith as the monkey in the green wool hat who wrote some of their greatest songs. Others know him as a businessman who helped inspire the creation of MTV. Or the son of Bette Nesmith Graham, the multi-millionaire inventor of liquid paper. Michael Nesmith, singer and guitarist, died Friday of natural causes at the age of 78. Nesmith and monkey bandmate Mickey Dolenz performed in Chicago, Illinois on their farewell tour just last month. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Fry. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Burke. Waiting for a train on a feeling near faded as my jeans. Bobby thumbed a diesel down just before it rained. They rode us all the way to New Orleans. I pulled my harpoon out of my dirty red bandana. I was playing soft while Bobby sang the blues. When she whopper sharpened time, I was holding Bobby's hand in mine. We sang every song that Java knew. Freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose. Nothing. I mean, nothing, honey, if it ain't free. Yeah, feeling good was easy long when it sang a good. You know, feeling good was good enough for me. Good enough for me and my Bobby. From the Kentucky coal mine to the California sun, hey Bobby shared the secrets of my soul. Through all kinds of weather, through everything that we've done, your Bobby baby kept me from the whole One day of Nestle's long, I let him slip away. He's looking for that home, and I hope he finds it. But I train all the night tomorrow for one thing or yesterday to be holding Bobby's body next to mine. Freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose. Nothing. That's all that Bobby left me. But if feeling good was easy long when he sang the blues. Feeling good was good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Good enough for me and my love. Six oh six in the five oh five with more four one one here for your third hour. I am Eddie Urig on the Rock of Talk on EM sixteen hundred KIVABQ.FM Rock of Talk dot com. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and we've got uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify apping on 
rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. Got an interesting uh, uh, message here. And, and let me just say something. Okay, so it's a tight show. Got a lot of information. I just thought, you know, we're all family here listening here in the queue. Hey, the longtime listener, Andy, I'll continue to be a fan and listen uh, for the content, not you sometimes demeaning, degrading, and just the overall attitude towards the people you rely on the most. Over the year, it sounds like they're working to help you improve the content of the show. We all have wars. Just try not to show yours on air. Not everyone listens 24-7. Love your show, and it seems like you have great help. Your listener, Andy, had to pull over. Hope this uh, you see the positive of this. So, okay, uh, let me let me share something with you. Okay. And I think that, you know, one of the reasons why people listen to this particular radio show is because it is real, because we are very forthright. And, you know, I, I got to tell you, there's a lot of different ways to try and skin the cat and get things done. And I doubt, you know, it, he, he is very good with boundaries. He's very good at, at, at you know, taking care of stuff and, and doing a lot of things and, and staying in his lane, which, you know, I appreciate. I stay in my lane. We do what we do. And I think that that's the focus. Um, it's just sort of like I get taken advantage of a lot. I provide a lot of information, a lot of help and a lot of support to a lot of people. Okay. And I'm going to tell you on my own personal rant here. Okay. My own personal rant. This is a tireless soul sucking adventure for the last two years during COVID. Not many people ask me, hey, Eddie, how are you doing? Hey, Eddie, what's going on with you? Hey, Eddie, uh, I'd really love to see how you do. You know what everybody expects from me? Everybody just expects from me to just show up every day. And if I'm not on the air, people are coming at me and saying, how come you weren't on the air? Or I don't like the way that you said that. You know how many thank yous I get? Zero. All the damn time. All the time. Nobody appreciates me. You know, I have to hear appreciation in a third party sense. And so when I give, I just can't keep giving. I, I'm not a young man. I'm, I'm 46 years old. Okay. I, I've given to the Republican Party. I've run for the state party chair. I've run for CD1. I've had my ass kicked with nobody running to my defense. Okay. Nobody. Not a single damn person out there running to my defense to say, hey, you know what, Eddie? What can we do to... To, to help you during this time. We now have people in the BCGOP saying, hey, hey, I, I should have supported you. I should have supported you. Should have, would have, could have. Okay. And people say, you know, the night of the election, besides Kevin, I don't think a single person asked me, hey, Eddie, how you doing? Sorry for the loss. Sorry for the loss. Nobody came and walked up to me and said, hey, hey good job. Sorry for the loss. And those that did were insincere, disingenuous, and attempted to try and usurp what level of influence and power that I had during that time to go ahead and use it for them so I could help them. That's when they come to me to tell me what a great job I've done. Okay. Now, Murder Mike, I've, I've helped for a very long time. Love Murder Mike. I've asked him very, very politely to say, okay, you know what? I can't extend the segment to 30 minutes. I can't extend the segment to 20, 25 minutes. It might be wildly entertaining and you might love it. And that's great. Okay. And sure, we can make anything entertaining, but I've got so much. Dowd has literally spent, I don't know how, and we don't get to everything that we want to get to. Okay. And I'm going to be forthright with each and every one of you out there. If I had a six hour show, 
Some days we wouldn't get to everything that we want to get to. And this is important. It's imperative that you have this information. I don't say I don't have all day to sit here, cut up and kind of figure out, you know, oh, well, we'll just have a good time. We play some music. We've got good flow. People have told me, hey, we need the, uh, you know, exact time so we can go ahead and go so we don't slip away uh, from your radio station to get news, weather and traffic. Reports. I'm fine with that. That totally, totally is fine. Totally great. And I'm totally fine about that. And I did it. And I do it. And I will continue to do it. You know, not one year since I've been in business, have I increased the prices? Did you know that I offered five months free, six months free to my advertisers? And say, you know what? We're going to get through this pandemic together. You know that I did these types of things? Do you, do you understand? Like, I am fighting here on a Friday night at 6, 12 p.m. The other guy said, oh, Eddie's terrible. He's this, he's this, he's just running at radios. I don't have to sit here and do a radio show. I own the radio station. I do it because I know that it'll make things better, and you want to hear it, and because I'm real and I'm honest and I'm sincere. And I'm direct and I'm forthright, and I see things. And, you know, I spend all my time in college doing political science and economics, and I, and I care, okay? And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, as we sit here, you know, going into 2022 in the third year, I'm going to be here yet again. And Dowd's with me. I don't know what, honestly, at this point, given what I've seen from Dowd, I don't know what I would do without Dowd. The man <laughs> is incredibly dedicated and he's very disciplined. Okay. All right. I, I'm, I'm at a point where I'm finally starting able to take care of myself. Between people draining money from me, draining time from me, draining my efforts, you know, coming to me for everything. It's like, that's okay. Eddie's going to take care of it. I got to tell you, you know what? I've got two kids and that's the focus going forward, man. I've been pretty cool about a lot of things. You could demean me, kick me in the teeth, tell me where I live, tell me I'm this, that, and the other. It doesn't phase me. What does phase me is just when I can't give anymore and you just want to continue to just take, take, take. It's just too much. I'm eventually going to grow old and die. We all are. You need to understand that. We only have so much to give, okay? And you have to think about yourself at some point and think, hey, what am I going to do for myself? What am I going to do to better my life? Because I can tell you, talking about this stuff on the radio isn't improving my life every single day. Okay, It is not. It is absolutely not. So you might be able to go ahead and uh, cast some criticisms, tell me how to do my job, et cetera. And that's fine. I'm totally fine. I'll take that into account. But I'm tired. I really am when it comes to that. I love doing a show. I enjoy doing a show. I love it when I'm getting great satisfaction from the show and we're doing some good work and people are happy and excited and, and, and doing all these things. And people are like, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. This is awesome. That's awesome. Oh, good show today. Good show. And it's like, okay, yeah, it's a good show. It's a good show. You liked it. I liked it. What can we add? I'm going to send this in. I read your text. We do all these types of things and it's fun. Okay. I don't have time to fit all that in two hours and 45 minutes and then honor all my commitments in terms of the program. I just don't. Okay. This is a real radio station. Since I've started, there's been two additional conservative radio stations like, oh, Eddie Aragon's doing it so we can all do it. Same thing with you know, running for office. Eddie Aragon's doing so I guess I can go ahead and run and do it. You can't do what I do. You can't run for what I run. I literally kick the living crap out of your mayor and your sheriff. And I'd be happy to go ahead and do that again. Okay. But at some point, you guys got to go ahead and refill the pot here. 
Okay, and you've done that. If you've been dedicated, if you've honored, and, and, and you need to understand, I've got a show to run, I've got a business to run, I've got a life to live, and I've got a, a few responsibilities that I have to take care of, namely my children, period. Okay, that is, that is where it begins and where it ends. And there's only so much BS we can all put up with. There really is, okay? Now, Murder Mike's a dear friend of mine, all right? But I don't like having to ask over and over and over again. That's about the umpteenth time. I've had, and we've been at it with him for a very long time. Okay. I mean, it has been lengthy. Okay. And he still sort of wants to get out of the yard and start barking and chasing his tail in the middle of the yard. And like, dude, you, you nailed it right here. Let's not go a step further. Okay. So if you, if you have a problem with being real and being, you know, uh, direct and you see the what I'm doing and it's, it's ugly to you and you have to shut it off. Okay. I, I guess, I don't know. This is real here. This is real, real right here in the Kiva. And it's why you listen. 550 5500 that's 550-5500. I, I got to say, I mean, speaking of real, let's go directly to fake, Juicy Smollett, Kamala Harris. Uh, you might remember. <laughs> two, Jordan, two enormous fakes. <laughs> yeah. Giant fakes. Uh, Eddie, uh, sure as hell, I sure appreciate you. Dow 3002 from Arnal and La Vega. Orale, bro. Orale. Uh, okay. Start las doce. Threshold. I want four more hours. Whoa. I appreciate Eddie. That's Wayne. He's one of the hardest charging guy. He listens every single day. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. Okay. So, so important. Okay. That we do our best every day. Eddie, they call it a house, not homeless. CDC announces 79% of all U.S. Omicron cases have occurred in vaccinated individuals. Uh, thank you guys for a great talk show. I learned a lot. Stay informed. Renewed my subscription to rockettalk.chat. Have a good weekend. Gracias. Oh, dear Lord, make SJWs, social justice warriors, uh, illegal. You can't do that. It's freedom of speech. Do whatever you want. Free uh, to be a moron in this country. Uh, that's right. Titles are liable to find themselves with a Gillette-style problem when they start to limit the freedom of speech. Their golf balls are overpriced anyway. You are not allowed to put Let's Go Brandon on any titleless golf ball. Anyway, take a look at Steve Jobs' widow who owns the Atlantic and is fiercely defending the Maxwell and Epstein. They look pretty cozy to me, right? Oh, good one. Like that one. Uh, Eddie, thanks for being grounded as a plumber. I find it important. Okay. So that's that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. That's where we are here in the Kiva on this day. Um, my focus is to do a great uh, show as we possibly can every single day. Dowd writes hard. We focus. You know, we love what we we love what we do. Absolutely. I think I don't work. I just do my calling every day. I don't. I think I don't over really the work. I, doubt. I think it's pretty fair to say over the last three weeks. I mean, it's been our greatest run of shows that we've had. <laughs> things and, are and I things think are things are humming and they're popping and things are going good and we're you know we're focused on on just doing. And I got to say, I've recommitted myself you know to the radio show. I think a lot of people you know people are like oh what do you do after this what direction like. Yeah, law school. Definitely law school. Definitely my kids. No, no doubt about it. Uh, definitely going to uh, live a better life. You know, here's the first half. I've been, I've been through the first half of my half. What's the second half of my life going to look like? Yeah, yeah. More practical, more, 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 more definitive, you know, more uh, focused. And I think, you know, really driving home, not just good talk radio, okay, but good thought, good intellect, um, hopefully motivating you guys to go into a direction that you guys are like, you know what, I can change this place. Not just giving up and saying, you know, I'm going to check out and Albuquerque sucks. And, you know, I, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. I don't know that any one of us here in Albuquerque can really live that way. Okay. I got to say, I, I've been working, I, I've been working hard. I've been, 
uh, working out a lot. Uh, that's been great for me. I heard about the weights. Yeah, we were clinging the weights in there and doing all these things. I, I'm just doing everything. And I'm, I'm motivated. I'm excited. And I know that many of you guys are too. And I hope, I hope that you see this as an inspirational program each and every day. And there's no doubt that Murder Mike's doing a great job. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, Eddie, I was just thinking that this whole past week, it just felt like you were so committed to the show. Yes. I think we haven't seen that. I think we haven't seen my level of commitment to this radio station, I think, since I've been jumping into this race and jumping into that race. Oh, if you think I'm the 10th gubernatorial candidate, you're dead wrong. I ain't running. Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, wow. I think that I'm running for CD1. I was playing I a guessing running. game, but Eddie Aragon's name was never on my list. Wow. Good, oh, I need to point that down. Oh, well, there's a good reason for that. <laughs> We're going to focus on Josie Smollett, uh, I think, uh, more on Monday. You know, we, I think we can uh, touch upon that and get into that. Uh, with a lot of corruption, we got a... Uh, House January 6th committee uh, votes to recommend contempt charges against Donald Trump official Jeffrey Clark. Uh, we've got to get to the uh, Hunter Biden stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, the uh, the Chinese Titan lavish Hunter Biden with a three carat gem down. Ooh. $30 million. Where do I sign up? Yeah, where do you get one of those? Uh, Hunter Biden's engaged in work ripe for corruption. Reaction to the alleged email showing Tucker Hunter friendship. We've seen that. And then, of course, you've got, uh, well, the former Buttigieg campaign advisor called Christine Blasey for Looney Tunes and text to Team Cuomo. And we, of course, know what happened with uh, Team Cuomo. Uh, Eddie, I got your show on my phone in Northern California. It's worth paying attention to. Yes, it is. We'll tell you things. We'll inform you. We'll give you insight. We work hard. I mean, this is chop full of stuff. You want to talk, you want to talk about something that's very, uh, thank you, uh, Randy, Mr. Randy Jackson. Um, this misogyny rant is pretty good. Dowd, I thought maybe I would give you the floor on this. This is uh, more than interesting. Uh, yes. I, I think this is right up your uh, <laughs> your alley, even though I've been advised against. <laughs> I've been strongly advised against going in this direction. I think the whole uh, misogyny uh, rant here with the Boise, was this the Boise State University? Yeah, but, you know, and I think, but it's never about taken out of context. Right. And and I also think it's important to, we either have academic freedom and intellectual freedom in this country or we don't. So you may not like what was said. Uh, Let let me just give you the the basics. Um, Controversial, of course, the media wants to describe anything it it disagrees with is controversial. And the other tactic is uh, people are talking about it. Well, no, you're talking about it. You want to talk about it. I don't know how many actual people are talking about it. But uh, the controversial comments of a Boise State University professor is a sparking outrage. Of course, our little snowflakes on on campuses. Uh, Last month, uh, November, political science professor Scott Yenor spoke at the National Conservatism Conference in Orlando and said things like, quote, our independent women seek their purpose in life in mid-level bureaucratic jobs, and they, quote, are more medicated, meddlesome, and quarrelsome than women need to be, and more successful men will mean more happy, a more happy citizenry and a stronger nation. Um, you know, it, oh boy, where do I go? There's actually a fair amount, and this was a very famous survey done, I think the National Bureau for Economic Research did this a number of years ago, showing that, that as the country's become more feminist, women's self-reported happiness level when you ask a person whether they're happy or not or whether their life is fulfilling has actually gone down it's a very interesting talking point about uh, those of us who are interested in biology issues and natalism and male female issues the battles of the of the sexes um that, that feminism has not been uh, good for women's mental health as women have tried to be men they get miserable as men try to be women i think we're seeing that problem with our soy boy cucks now uh they're not terribly happy either so this 
academic, professional academic, he, he made these comments at a, at a conservative right leaning conference. And, um, obviously it's going to go nuclear, thermonuclear in our society. Uh, uh, he said, if we want a great nation, we should be preparing young women to become mothers, not finding every reason for young women, women to delay motherhood or until they, uh, are established in a career or sufficiently independent. Um, it, it's news to le- elites, coastal elites, but, a lot of Americans agree with that statement. Uh, maybe he took it uh, a little too far. Maybe he could have said it more delicately, but a lot of our more socially conservative people uh, and a heck of a lot of women, there's been kind of a backlash now. Women, a lot of younger women, you can see this on videos online where they're really realizing that having children can be enormously fulfilling. Taking a primary role in the family can be enormously fulfilling. Um, but you can't say this and have it be broadcast to the nation and have the various opinion leaders weigh in on this and, or, or you're just absolutely excoriated um here's uh this is last week uh uh, dr joanne lightly who graduated with a chemical engineering degree a wife and mother uh on and on these comments are deeply offensive to me personally and i truly feel for all of the boise state students especially women and those from traditionally marginalized groups who have to deal with this uh when the political science professor who joined the university three years ago 2018 um he said he'd heard rumors uh or she had heard rumors of his behavior for years uh, and so people should have spoken out sooner. Uh, I've heard things that uh, people have noticed that women are treated differently in his class. I've heard suggestions, uh, small things, yada, yada. So they're all piling on uh, the good professor for expressing his views that really weren't out of all that out of the ordinary, uh, not that long ago in this country. And I think they do still live on. And you can go online and, and find a lot of these more traditional wives, uh, even at, at a very young age, uh, being very, very fulfilled by giving multiple births and, you know, serving as, as the primary uh, support staff for the entire family. And that may include a go out there and earn the bacon uh, husband. So this guy, who knows what the future uh, is going to bring uh, you, you, when you're a tenured political science professor, you're, you're hard to cancel if not necessarily impossible. So what concerned me most is continues to concern me. I mean, we try to destroy people who don't, tie toe the the dominant line the dominant narrative that is expressed by elites in on corporate boards and media and academia and that sort of thing i'm not necessarily defending them all i think i think i agree with a lot of what he said frankly as coming from my own perspective but it's another case of our society being triggered uh our social justice warriors our snowflakes being uh offended by this kind of talk and it just seems to me that we have a stronger nation when we are more frank and more bold about expressing our opinions. These, as I said, you know, it wasn't that long ago where most women would have agreed uh, that going into the workforce instead of taking care of your children, instead of being the prime caregiver for the husband and the family, wouldn't be that desirable. Uh, of course, it's 2021 and you, you cannot apparently say these kind of things anymore. So uh, I'm not necessarily defending every word he used. Uh, and I don't frankly don't know. I don't know how we could ever know how he treated female students in this class. How would you go back and look at years of that? And how would you even quantify that? But it's just another case where I thought universities were bastions of intellectual and academic freedom. I thought you could say interesting things. Why wouldn't he go back to uh, why wouldn't the university when he returned from the Orlando conference, put on a uh, week long seminar about how men's and women's roles and, and perceptions of themselves have changed in modernity. Uh, has it been a good thing? Has it been a bad thing? Where are we going from here? It would be a vehicle to spark debate uh, instead of cancel, destroy. I'm offended. So he may not be the most likable voice. Uh, my voice might not be the most likable voice, but 
it's disturbing. It's very disturbing when people are demonized and excoriated. And in some cases, listen, I lost my job. I used to work for a phony baloney think tank called the Rio Grande Foundation. I posted some articles on my private Facebook uh, about the value of political engagement versus working on cultural issues. And the woman who ran the Bernalillo County Republican Party helped engineer my firing. And they offered me $1,500 in uh, hush money that I didn't take. And that's why I, saying, I wait, tell wait, the story whoa, all the time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Um, that's the first I've heard of that. Oh, yeah, I haven't told you that story? You haven't told that me that. was the... part of the separation agreement, yes. Wait, wait. I uh, couldn't talk about the what happened. I, I, well, if, I, if I took the 1500 bucks, yeah. Can you talk about what happened? I didn't sign it, so I, I well, sure you, as hell can't talk about it. <laughs> would you mind? I'd love to hear about it. I think we're at a place, yeah. you know, where people have been separated as to why and what happens, and there's no truth in any of this stuff. So, Dow, please do us a favor. Is you were offered money to shut up after you were, I mean, and we're not a right to work state. You know, I don't think you weren't an employee. Right. Were you an employee or no? I, I was a right. I was a regular employee. And, and frankly, I told, I had spoken to some labor lawyers and the early ones told me, I think they were just looking to get billable hours. They had told me, you know, I'll take your case. And then I, I actually ended up talking to one of the top labor lawyers uh, in the state. And it's a complicated thing. Some of your rights in the workplace are protected. Some are not. You can't be discriminated against because of your sexual or, or, you know, your race and gender and all that sort of thing, your religion. But uh, for your private conduct on a social media site, you can be terminated for that. I just wish the federal government was consistent about what rights are respected in the workplace and which aren't. I think we have to we can't say these rights are respected in the workplace, but those rights you can be fired at will. It seems like if the government's going to regulate it, then it should be comprehensive or it shouldn't be at all. And as a libertarian, I would probably say there, there shouldn't be any protection at all. I can quit for any reason at any time. You can fire me for any reason at any time. Um, yeah, I, I posted some articles. These were perfectly within the mainstream of conservative and libertarian thought. They were from Pat Buchanan's magazine, The American Conservative. They were from the kind of lifestyle libertarianism magazine reason uh, about it's okay to not vote. Uh, if you don't like the candidates, this isn't Australia where we fine you for not voting. Uh, it's it's if you're withdrawing in disgust is not the same as apathy. Uh, if you want to express your activism and your ideology in a different way, in a more productive way, instead of going to vote, when in all probability your single vote in a race with thousands and thousands of votes probably won't matter that much. Uh, yeah, that dipstick uh, Karen who ran the Bernco, uh, uh, the uh, the GOP here. What's her, uh, Julie something? Julie right. Yeah. So she went all hot and bothered and talked to this dolt who still runs that phony baloney think tank, uh, uh, Paul Guessing. And it just one thing led to another. I wouldn't take the, the postings down. And uh, I was offered, a, I don't know, 30 page document that I had to sign and then take the money uh, and not talk about what happened. And um, I, I, don't know. I did not I, take wait, wait, the wait, money. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I don't, but I doubt. I mean, know what I know about things. Why? Why? Why would you have been asked to? take money to shut up and uh, well uh, if you have a 501c3 designation under the internal revenue code you can't be involved in partisan politics and the information getting out that the a Republican official helping to engineer my firing uh, from a ostensibly nonpartisan organization maybe that wouldn't have cast very good light on that organization I don't know so is it I didn't a, write the I didn't write the document. So, I just refused to sign it. <laughs> so is it a five hundred one c three? Yeah, yeah, and and basically you 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 there's a limit. You can do a little bit of uh, like like part, I think it's called the H uh, provision within, within the, the the code, the federal code. You can engage. You can sort of dabble in a little bit of legislative lobbying and politicking, but you know you, it's pretty much hands off. And I just think credibility wise, even yeah. if you're allowed to do it under right, the law, right, right, you right. shouldn't do it at all. You just yeah. cannot cannot do it. But anyway, I'm particularly sensitive to when someone comes forward 
and se- expresses an opinion, or in my case, just links to articles. Um, and you're fired, you're deplatformed, you know, you're can't Donald Trump and <laughs> social media. The guy happened to be the president of the United States. It might be relevant if you're supposed to be a, uh, information conveyance mechanism to let him convey his information, whether you like it or not. So I'm very sensitive to this. There was a guy up in Colorado a couple years ago who criticized Trump. He was a Republican conservative, ostensibly, and I think he ended up losing his job. So there is cancel culture on the right uh, and in the Republican world. It's mostly on the left, but it does exist uh, on the right, although I would say it's on the phony baloney right with people like Paul Guessing. So um, I'm just very sensitive. This is why I brought to your attention this this Boise State uh, uh, guy. Uh, And again, I'm not necessarily defending him. I'm saying, do you want to live in a society where you're afraid and the, and the Cato Institute did a survey a couple of years ago. I think it was something like 60% of people in workplaces have not expressed opinions on subjects because they don't, that, they fear the consequences. That is the problem. You, uh, regardless of your workplace. Okay. And this is, this is the point I think that I, I need to reinforce. You can have whatever opinions you want. And if you get fired for them, did you know you have a case for discrimination for a freedom of speech issue? How did we get past this? And and I can't um, I can't get from I mean, doubt people love what you're saying. Oh, and just so you know, it's courageous when you speak out. Uh, like I, that. Listen, I don't want to come. I, I didn't voluntarily do this. I'm not coming no, off I, as a whiner. I, I Nobody know. owes me anything. Uh, it's just the facts of what happened, and, and I will I'll swear on a stack of Bibles that that's exactly how it happened a couple of years ago. <laughs> so, so let me just let me say this, and and I think it's important. If you are being told that you have to do something in order to maintain employment, yeah. okay, that is against your First Amendment rights. Okay, you have yourself a case. No one's going to be taking cases. You can't mandate these things, even though certain courts have upheld them. We found them to be unconstitutional. We found the Senate has voted them down. Okay, if you are forced to say a certain thing on behalf of your organization, now I could have a problem with it. anybody could have a problem with it, but if they're told that you will be removed or we have a problem with it, we'd like for you to remove it. They can't tell you to do that. And in this particular case, Dowd, I believe that this was your own personal Facebook, was it not? Uh, I ne- yes, the answer is yes. And I never uh, said that I was ever any kind of official spokesperson for the organization. I was an employee, but I wasn't the communications director. I wasn't the president. I wasn't the executive director. I wasn't the chairman. None of that. Yeah. So I think what we all need to understand here is that many of you are put in the same predicament. You're being fired, but you have to understand this isn't a right-to-work state. Uh <laughs> You've got cases uh, in a right to work state. I don't like you would be a reason to fire you. OK, but in a non right to work state, which this is. They have to step up to the plate and defend you at all costs. ACLU, everybody else. If you have a problem with me and the way that I'm doing my job and I haven't performed it, that's one thing. If you have a problem with my opinions and you think that I shouldn't work here and you're in a non right to work state, you don't have the right to fire me, mm. period. So I just want to make that. uh it, it, crystal clear to every single one of you because i think everybody forgets that i know i i don't i don't hire people period no it is that will and you are an independent contractor you're coming up if we here were in a right to work state i would be happy to uh, to to go ahead and hire as many people as I, i i work with totally fine but because we're not a right to work state there's no reason to do it there is literally no reason to hire people in a right to work state okay because that puts me puts me in a counterbalance where I'm constantly on the defense. We've seen people organize, we've seen people leverage, and it, it's, it's surprising to me and ironic at the very same time that the Rio Grande Foundation would, would go ahead and leverage a political arm as a 501c3 oh, yeah. to have you fired. And we have seen 
uh, Paul Gessing engaged in a high level of partisan politics. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think because... Oh, I'll tell you one better, Eddie. Sure. At the time that I was fired, uh, and I guess my speech didn't count for anything, uh, that phony baloney organization, which I guess is just run by Paul Gessing, I, I was looking at some states that have comparable populations, and there are think tanks with like seven, eight employees. I mean, it's all about him with him. It's really... Now he's got that little constipated little creep working for him, but more on that later. The um, He was suing the city of Santa Fe, which was forcing him to indulge the money he spent on the soda tax uh, campaigning that for some reason I think tanks should not be involved in any kind of campaigning. They're, they're research organizations. So he was literally whining about uh, the free speech uh, of his organization being infringed upon at the time he was firing me for using my free speech on my Facebook account. I mean, you couldn't, you, you couldn't make it up. I mean, it's just, it's just so bizarre. No good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, but uh, listen, we have this sure. thing called social media and we now, every one of us is a, is in a sense a publisher. We can, if you want to post your, your Nazi loving stuff on social media, it'll probably be taken down, but other platforms, it would, they'd leave it up. So we're in a new environment now where your employer in the old days, I mean, if you went to a party committee meeting on a Wednesday night, and no chance your employer would would know about that. But now, with your ability to post all this stuff that can be literally be accessed all over the world by billions of people, now your employer can be aware of your private activity. And it seems to me, uh, as I was fighting back and forth about this, I said I never signed a social media um, uh, agreement. If you, if you want to say here's a social media policy for the organization moving forward, you don't post anything that criticizes the Republican Party. At least you'd have it on the on paper, and I would see it in front of me. So at least show me where the fences and the goalposts are. Right. Uh, that was never done. Never, never, never done. Uh, and frankly, if that piece of paper had been put in front of me, you can't criticize. I, I, I probably would have quit because I just I couldn't have agreed to that well, and maintain probably, any credibility. Well, maybe you wouldn't have even worked there. Right. Right. But this was very but, ugly for a long time. It led me to an opportunity. Uh, ended up being, I believe, the editor and policy director of the Rock of Talk, where I oh, sit right now. So, oh nice. some I, I hate those people who say everything works out for a reason. No, some things are horrible. Some things are just absolutely horrible. No good comes out of them. Yeah, this something good I think did eventually come out. Yeah, and I think it's important for people to to understand and and realize that uh, you know it's a uh, life is uh, something you move forward with. Uh, yep. and, and Dowd, you did, and uh, you know I saw when Dowd became available. I got to tell you immediately. You did. And I the ears perked up. <laughs> well, no, it, it wasn't so much perking up. I said, well, this is a, be a, this will be a crime. We've already lost Larry Barron's. And that, mm-hmm. and that was posthumously uh, after you came over here. But uh, there's just no way that we can lose any more, you know, big brains, good guys, and guys who are willing to work hard and play their trade uh, and go someplace else. So I kept him here however I possibly could <laughs> in a time where it was pretty hard for me to keep anybody. Yeah. I should uh, say, well, it was during. Yes. The, midst so of the, the worst of the worst. Like the, <laughs> June in that era. Yeah. All right, Dowd. Um, Didn't want to make this all about me, but uh, no, interesting story for your edification. This, this is the end of the week, a little bit self-indulgence uh, in all this. I'm totally fine with that. And I, I think it's good. Uh, let's see. My bros in northern Florida. Okay. Got that. Uh, okay. So this guy texted back in. Hey, uh, yes, I'm Andy. And I did pull over. Like you said, let's keep it real. You're 46. I am 67. Yes, we are not part of know your problems. We all have them. All I said was how to keep them professional. You know what? I can talk about my personal life if I want for three hours. <laughs> I don't. You can so, talk about your favorite candy like, for three hours. Why, this is like the, my listener, Judy, who likes to tell me about what I can and can't say on the air. Oh, wow. Yeah. she's Remember, she's the one who says that we don't criticize and I can't have opinions. Oh, yes. And, you know, anybody who gets the vax is oh, not Christian. Yes. And I mean, she went off on a just giant rant. 
He, say, he says, I'm conservative for many reasons, but when I feel down, I read one of my signs in my gym. Work harder. No one cares. Okay. Well, then don't. if you don't care, then don't listen. Really? You've got other options. Like, I care about you. You, you, you. you don't have to care about me. That's fine. We put together an entire show every single day. So nobody cares. You don't care. That's fine. If that's not why you listen, then I guess we, I, I can tell you it's my, you cared about Rush Limbaugh. You cared about uh, Sean Hannity. You care about these other guys. You know, we're real people here on the air, and this is live radio, and that's one of the great mediums uh, here. Uh, Dowd, let's uh, rifle off the top five. We'll leave your Rudolph uh, essay until <laughs> next week. Okay. I think it deserves more time. <laughs> you know? I've got a guy that yells at me from uh, some other state and consistently tries to tell me, what I can and can't say, what I can and can't do. And uh, it, it's just, it's, it's all sorts of disgusting. And I literally, mm-hmm. like literally take care of the guy's phone. I literally pay for the guy's telephone and he tells me how to run my stuff. And I'm like, I can only take, take so much of the disrespect. That's a curious yeah. form of gratitude. Well, it doesn't need to be gratitude, <laughs> no. but I'm not going to be dictated or, or someone's not going to tell me that what I can and can't say or what I need to report on or what I like. It's just not going to happen. I, I can't, I can't go in that direction. I think that that's fair enough. Say, all right, Dad, wrap it up. Top five. Yeah, the top five. And of course, this is available to you, ladies and gentlemen. Three hundred and sixty-five, uh, maybe not on Christmas, and Thanksgiving. Three hundred sixty-three days a year. The uh, daily email called the Daily Blasts, so named by Mister uh, Eddie Aragon. Number one link that people clicked on was the Civilian Police Oversight Agency Board Chairman quitting in disgust. Here in the Duke City, we covered that uh, in yesterday's show. Uh, number two was the revamped congressional map. Eddie did a super deep, deep, deep dive yesterday on that. Down in Hobbs in Lee County, the Hobbs News Sun, uh, an article I linked, they're very concerned that they used to be, what, in the second, and now they're being proposed being in the third congressional district. Uh, interesting, very interesting article. Number three from our friend Glenn Beck doing great work at the Blaze. A juice cafe chain in California is apologizing after their help wanted sign went viral asking for for workers who will work hard and don't cry. Uh, that triggered our little snowflakes in California, and they didn't like that sign. It was kind of mean. Uh, number four, uh, following the debacles, uh, unquestionable debacles in Iraq and Afghanistan, the inter- interventionists, right, left, Republican, Democrat, are now agitating for more wars, this time in the Ukraine and Taiwan. I think we know where Donald Trump would stand uh, if he were still president. Look forward, ladies, next couple, ladies and gentlemen, next couple years, there's a fight in the Republican Party. Are the non-interventionists or are the neocons going to win this fight? Tucker Carlson on fire this week, calling Republican senators children for talking about using nuclear weapons in the Ukraine. And finally, our beloved Benny boy, Ben Ray Lujan, he wants to regulate the Internet and all of the disturbing and dangerous algorithms that social media platforms use our our platforms uh, these social media allow us to stay connected but this exchange has come with a cost and ben ray luhan is on the job investigating those facebook algorithms i'd trust ben ray to do that don't you yeah i think so <laughs> okay well and then there was another fcc thing that was written by a republican thanking uh, everybody but the kiva as well we'll thank everybody out there who listens to us and thank you for being part of this great radio station all that we do each and every day And we appreciate you, and we appreciate all the things that you appreciate about us right here in the Kiva. Back Monday. Thanks for listening.
This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. 